millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass 
glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars, and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free three-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code. Code gold to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Noblegoldinvestments.com. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests. Advertisers or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be construed as medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Greetings, salutations, and Good evening, everyone. Welcome back, my friends, to another special presentation, a Friday, excuse me, Saturday night, double feature. We're going to be watching the Trump rally in Texas. I've got lots of interesting news and information, things I've picked up over the last 24 hours. And in the second half of the show, we have a very special live roundtable with myself and a number of other plaintiffs from the YouTube censorship lawsuit. Also joining us tonight, Counsel Chris Armencha. Chris has done a great job taking our case as far as it has, and I'm certain that she's going to be taking it all the way home. We're going to be talking about the legal arguments for our case, what evidence we've discovered, uh, the experience with the judges so far, and I'm going to get Chris's live reaction to the Court of Appeals hearing that was just held the other day i think there were mixed feelings about it but at the end of the day i think everybody pretty much is on the same page uh feeling like the judges did not take it seriously welcome everyone who's out there on getter the foxhole on rumble on odyssey appreciate it tz burton last night donated five dollars and i didn't see it until after the uh, the stream had already been over. So do me a favor, guys. Sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, and I have a special message coming from the sponsor of tonight's program. So I want to thank everyone who is here with us tonight hanging out. President Trump speaking tonight live from Texas. Uh, looks like Tom Holman, the former acting director of ICE, is on stage right now. Obviously, Texas being a border state, probably, you know, without too many arguments, 
the most important border state there is. Uh, I think that this race is indicative of what's on the line. You know, Texas is one of those states, as it sits on the U.S. border with Mexico, there is a high Hispanic population. And there has been something very interesting happening amongst the Hispanic population here in America. For a long time, the Democrats believed that they could just count on the fact that Hispanics were going to show up and they were going to vote for them. That was it. There was no arguments about it. And you can see from the way that they have attempted to import millions and millions of illegals into the United States of America, uh, it's quite obvious that they're hoping that at some point those people are going to be given uh, full uh, sense, either full citizenship or they're going to be allowed to just vote even though they're not citizens. But if you take a look at a couple of very important Hispanic races from around the country, and I want you to know we're just starting here. This is not the only place we're going to be looking. We're going to be looking all over the country tonight, guys. Because I truly do believe, as I've said many times before, we are not just going to see an uh, an uptick in Republican voters. We're not just going to see an uptick in America First candidates. We are quite literally going to see an explosion of support for Republicans and even more importantly, uh, in uh, a, a really a rebuke of Joe Biden and the Democrats and what they've done. So Maya Flores, she is running down there in Texas. Uh, she currently has a much higher rate of favorability among Hispanics all across the nation. She is a new candidate. She is running in an area that has been traditionally blue, Democrat. But because of the woke agenda of the Democrats and the way that they have pushed these different communities to get rid of family values, to uh, want to worship at the altar of, of killing babies, uh, people are just turned off by it. Not to mention that every single illegal immigrant that gets shipped into America, that can equal the negation of a job or employment for somebody who is a legal American. Gump says, thank you, Zach. I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you for being here. Thank you very, very much for the support of the show. So I'm sure you guys have seen very recently uh, the attitude towards uh, Alexandria Occasional Cortex at a couple of her town halls. You know, I could have written it off if it was one town hall in one area of the Bronx. But she did two different town halls within a week of each other. And the second one was even more vicious than the first. It was quite obvious that the people who had previously supported Alexandria, AOC, uh, they were sick of her BS. They were sick of the fact that she has not followed through on her campaign promises. Uh, they're sick of the fact that she is just a, a, a standard old establishment Democrat talking out of one side of your mouth and then doing something out of the other side. Original Clag, good to see you, buddy. Man, that is a, a number of shows in a row that we actually get to have you here. So I really appreciate you hanging out with us. He says, Trump, come to California. That would be interesting. I would love to see what the turnout for President Trump would be in California, especially if it wasn't in like a traditional Republican district. If it wasn't in Orange County or wasn't in the Valley or something like that, go to some place in California that would appear to be a Democrat stronghold and see how many people you have showing up. California is a big state. Lots of people that can come from all over the state and support President Trump. Uh, but just getting back to the idea of the differences between Myra Flores and AOC. AOC, she is an ultra-liberal, she is a communist, a socialist at that, uh, she has done one thing and, and, uh, and claimed to be supporting uh, other things, uh, but at the end of the day, she votes with the Democrats, and although she might give Nancy Pelosi some lip, 
Uh, she really is not interested in standing up to uh, to Nancy Pelosi. She wants to make sure that she gets uh, elected. And so generally that means that you got to do what the establishment tells you to do. Myra Flores, though, she is standing out from the pack. She is telling the people of Texas how she's going to make lives better, how she's going to strengthen families, how she's going to increase jobs. Uh, Myra Flores has a very different political platform than Alexandria Occasional Cortex does. And considering the phenomenon that we see among the Hispanic community, the uptick in support for Republicans all over the nation, I thought it would be interesting to take a look at some other Republican races around the nation. And one specific place that had uh, just an excellent, excellent breakdown of this was at Real Clear Politics. So let me pull this up for you, because Real Clear Politics, Paul Sperry, uh, I, I really respect him. He's done a great job throughout the years. Uh, and he had a breakdown of what he believes the election of 2022 is going to look like. Uh, hang on. Where are the polls? Was this it? Um, okay. So shoot, shoot. This is not what I wanted to show you. I thought I had another page that was all pulled up. Latest polls show Republicans gaining steam in Senate battle. This is from Politico. Politico is unable to hide the fact that the Republicans are winning. Uh, it looks like we are going to pick up a number of houses that he believes we're going to be picking up in the Senate. We're probably going to be gaining the majority in the Senate. Uh, we are going to have uh, a major majority in the House. Uh, and then uh, among governors, it looks like we're going to have a majority among governors, too. Uh, as I said earlier, I think this is going to be a rebuke of the Biden regime. This is going to be a rebuke of the Democrat agenda. Uh, and uh, in many areas like J.R. Majewski's district in uh, Ohio's ninth, uh, although it still shows as a toss up, uh, the district itself is like a plus four for Republicans. So the only reason I think that it shows as a toss-up is because J.R. Majewski is kind of an unknown quantity. Uh, he's never run for office before. With Marcy Kafter, you know what you're going to get. More of the same. She's going to continue to basically take care of her own needs and her own desires. She's going to continue to kowtow to the Democrats and to their regime. Uh, she will not be kowtowing to the people who elect her. And that's exactly why she will not be elected when it comes down to it. Okay, so here we go. This is exactly what I wanted to show you here, guys. Let's go ahead and take a look. So, in the battle for the Senate, uh, Real Clear Politics believes that Republicans are going to have a 53 to 47 majority. And uh, there was someone else that I saw. Uh, I believe it might have been, um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. Uh, they say... Uh, that they believe Republicans are going to have a 55 to 45 majority. That would be very, very interesting to see. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at <clears throat> the House changes. Uh, the Real Clear Politics polls are showing that Republicans are going to be controlling the House 225 to 175 with uh, 35 toss-ups. J.R. Majewski's race is included in those toss-ups. But I truly believe that even among those toss-up states, those are all going to go to the Republicans as well. So we're going to be looking at a major, major victory among the Republicans in the House and uh, a, a firm majority among the Republicans in the Senate. You know, uh, it seems like there's always kind of like this pendulum. If you remember in the first two years of President Trump's uh, 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 first term in office in 2018, 
you know, uh, there was a, a, a slight blowback on President Trump's uh, time in office and the Democrats took over that slim majority. But now that pendulum has swung so far back to the left, excuse me, to the right, uh, and we are going to see just incredible wins all over the nation. Um, also, this had uh, uh, happened in the last uh, couple of weeks or so, but we've talked about it briefly. But Oregon, eastern Oregon, has uh, voted to make itself a part of Idaho. And uh, I don't know how that's all going to play out. Uh, I mean, it seems like they have the support to do it. Uh, but that is going to take some uh, power away from Oregon, add some additional power over to Idaho. Uh, and uh, it, right now it seems like it's a little contentious. Uh, the people of Oregon want to be part of Idaho, but I don't know that the people of Idaho necessarily want those people coming over and uh, glomming on to them uh, from uh uh, from, from Oregon. Um, but uh, these races are very, very interesting, guys. I mean, we are talking about, uh, you know, high single digit leads for the Republicans, uh, many in, in the double digit territory. Uh, these are uh, a lot of seats that are now going to be going into our column. And the Democrats are just not going to be able to do anything about it. And once that happens, it's going to allow us to have a very interesting time in Washington, D.C., because we're going to be able to do investigations. And one of the main things that I think needs to be investigated is obviously January 6th. Uh, I mean, we found out so many things uh, since January 6th took place. It wasn't the insurrection that the Democrats and the elites have uh, have attempted to make it out to be. Uh, all it was was uh, some people doing some bad things in Washington, D.C., and as it turns out, most of them were hired by the Democrats. Nancy Pelosi knew what was going to go on. She had her children there with camera crews, knowing that they were going to get some great footage. Uh, and my friend Gary McBride, uh, he is from M5 News, he has put together uh, quite an interesting video exposing the lies of Officer Fanon. You may remember him. He's the guy who had the, the kind of salt and pepper beard. He was one of the first guys to testify. He claimed that he was getting beat by um, by MAGA supporters, by Trump supporters. Uh, and at the end of the day, he, his story just does not line up. And Gary has put together an incredible 26-minute video. I want to show you guys the trailer for that. Uh, before I share the link to the video, because I want you to go watch that. But let's go ahead and take a look at the uh, the trailer for Misinformation and the True Hidden Story of Fanon. An MPD officer who was dragged in the crowd and beaten and tased had some powerful words for lawmakers. Good evening. I'm we were also told that this was Fanon face down on the steps. And Fanon, knowing it wasn't him when it's reported and still shows as if it is, it's never corrected. And I'm Lorenzo Hall. In an open letter, Officer Mike Fanone urged lawmakers to stop downplaying what happened on January 6th. We made eye contact and it was, his eyes were so dark and, and just this dark feeling. It was almost like evil. Chief Investigative Reporter Eric Flack is live from home tonight. And Flack, we know you've been in contact with Officer Fanone. Uh, what does he say? I've performed over 7,000 hours of video investigation work. And from the start, Fanon's stories have changed, has been added to, and doesn't match with the video that we have. But the video they don't want you to see is the truth. That's why it's hidden. 
Now let's listen to this chief investigator's story as he stands in front of his awards. Officer Fanoan is still dealing with the emotional as well as the physical scars. He beaten with fists, metal objects, stripped of my issued badge, and electrocuted numerous times with a taser. He spoke with WUSA 9 reporter Bruce Lachan about what he experienced. I remember guys chanting like... I have separated and compared the facts with what they have hidden to show you the truth. So, uh, Gary McBride, you guys, has done just an incredible amount of research and work. He has every single minute, every single second of footage from that day on January 6th. We're talking tens of thousands of hours of footage here. And Gary has been systematically going through all of it. And he's also the one who was able to provide some evidence to one of the J6 defendants that the, the public defender was actually able to use to show that the officer uh, that was testifying against him was lying about the events uh, of what happened that day, about his injuries. Uh, he was trying to say that this particular defendant had uh, hurt him or damaged him in such a way so that he was not able to go back to work. He was trying to claim millions of dollars in damages. It was all bullshit. It was all total bullshit. And Gary has done just an incredible amount of research going through all of this stuff. So please do me a favor. Give Gary a subscription. Go to his channel and please subscribe. Follow M5 News. Gary was on the show when I did the January 6th roundtable uh, just a, a couple of weeks ago. So I uh, highly, highly suggest that you follow up and uh, and watch what Gary is doing. Now, speaking of Officer Fanone, uh, he was actually in the news again very recently. Uh, let me get up that uh, article here I wanted to show you about Officer Fanone. Here we go. Uh, so did you also know that uh, Officer Fanone is a... Uh, um, uh, a CNN contributor, which that probably should not surprise you, uh, surprise anybody here. Uh, he, he was also making claims about racism and white supremacy from January 6th. And it turns out that he is actually involved in a sort of race related lawsuit. Uh, so there was a man that Fanon and his partner had confronted. I guess they pushed him up against a dumpster uh, and then they searched him. Uh, and this man had done nothing wrong, but the reasoning for the violent search and, and the and the physical assault uh, was because Fanon said it was a high crime area. Well, anywhere you're at that is controlled by Democrats is a high crime area. Uh, and does that give the police uh, of those areas the the authority and and the the okay the license? Uh, to, to rough up anybody they want? I don't tend to think so. Uh, but this man, Maddox, who was roughed up by Fanone, ended up getting paid $175,000 uh, by the city because they found that it was a racially motivated stop. It was a black man. Let's go ahead and just say it. Put it out there. Uh, he was a black man who was assaulted by Officer Fanone uh, and one other officer. Uh, he was, <laughs> listen to this. It's, he's not just any black man. Uh, he was the legal counsel, he was a lawyer, the legal counsel for Howard University. Howard University being one of the most prestigious, historically black universities in America. And when they caught this guy walking down the street, not doing anything wrong, 
didn't uh, look like somebody who had been uh, reported as a criminal or anything. The first thing they asked him was, do you have any weapons or drugs on you, sir? So this, to me, truly looks to be one of those instances of uh, walking while black and uh, one of the biggest lionist shill officers from the D.C. Metro Police, Officer Fanone, happened to be the one that uh, that that actually went after him. So. Should not surprise you, once again, uh, another case of projection. The Democrats tend to accuse us of the things that they are guilty of. Uh, let me see. Justice Song said, Ew, Zach, what happened? What, I, what did I miss? Uh, I don't know what you're saying ew about. Mm. All right. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, Frogsy, I saw you saying something earlier about President Trump is not who uh, we've been told he is. Um, you know, maybe you're right, maybe you're wrong. Uh, in the meantime, uh, I prefer to uh, continue to watch what President Trump has done. Uh, yes, maybe the system is controlled even to a degree over and above uh, what President Trump is able to do. But again, in my estimation, that's all the more reason for every single one of us to make sure that we are directly involved in the local areas, uh, how we get in, we get into it and, uh, and we get our hands dirty. Uh, I don't care what it is that you do. Uh, I want to make sure that every single one of you has an active role to play in your local political scene, uh, that you are keeping an eye on the election yourself, that you're out there educating people. Uh, if it comes down to it, who else do we have? That is a symbol of what we want to do here in America other than President Trump. I'll wait, but I'm going to be waiting here a long time because there is nobody else. You know, people constantly want to try to sell, you know, uh, Ron DeSantis. Get Ron, De- Ron DeSantis has a job to do down here in uh, in Florida. And uh, he's actually embroiled in his own run uh, once more so to represent the people of Florida uh, as governor for a second time, and he's running against a uh, former Republican, really, he was always a rhino, Charlie Crist. You guys might remember Charlie Crist. Uh, Charlie Crist has had some choice things to say recently. He has called MAGA supporters racist and, uh, you know, a lot of nasty things about us. None of them are true. Charlie Crist, I'm sure, is uh, doing his own fair amount of projection. Well, it's just a couple of weeks before the governor's race and the election down here in Florida, and Charlie Crist has lost his campaign manager. Now, this was reported uh, a day or so ago, but uh, it was only reported that the campaign manager had left. Well, it turns out that he was forced out of the campaign because he was arrested for domestic assault. So it looks like this good Democrat is also a wife beater. And Charlie Crist, who wants to be governor of Florida, hired a wife beater to run his campaign. That's not a good look. Uh, certainly not something that I can think Ron DeSantis would do. I think that Ron DeSantis uh, would probably uh, be the one who would, would find this out about somebody. Ron DeSantis, it doesn't seem like anything gets past him. Uh, so the campaign manager is named Austin Durer. Uh, initially announced he will be departing the campaign to focus on a family matter. Focus on a family matter. Oh, he's focusing real hard on that family. Uh, hopefully his wife leaves him. Florida gubernatorial Democratic candidate Charlie Chris campaign manager has departed with less than three weeks before the election. Uh, let's see. What were the actual circumstances uh, of this? Let's see. Uh, Durer and his wife. That's really all we know. Let's go ahead and watch this clip. In just a few minutes, Democratic gubernatorial candidate...
Charlie Crist is expected to meet with voters in Gadsden County to talk about his vision for the state. This comes as the Crist campaign confirms it parted ways with campaign manager Austin John Durer after learning he was involved in an alleged incident with his wife. Now, according to an arrest report, that involved domestic violence. Just a few minutes ago, Durer and his wife sent us a statement saying, quote, very sadly, an incident took place this weekend at our home that we both regret. We are both working to drop legal charges and move forward. Our primary focus at this time is our daughter, our greatest joy, and we appreciate privacy and respect as we navigate this as a family. All right. So let's think about this rationally. So people get into arguments that's not necessarily all that controversial. Even if you're a happy couple, happy merrily married couple for many years, you know, it's possible that maybe you will get into it with your wife. But if the police were called, then that means that somebody else called them or one of the people that were involved in the domestic dispute called the police. And once the police show up to a domestic dispute, there's really nothing else you can do about it. The state is going to take over from there. So either it was so bad that the wife called the cops uh, or it was so bad that one of the neighbors called the cops. But either way, that does not appear to be a happy and healthy marriage. So I think that uh, it was probably a wise move for Charlie Crist to get rid of this guy right before the election. But it also shows me that there is a, a level of uncertainty happening in the Crist campaign. Now, I mean, let's be honest. Charlie Crist is not going to be the next governor of Florida. This man has tried before. He has failed before, and he's going to continue to fail as we move into the next stage of the um, <laughs> political future of America. Now, here's something else you guys have more than likely heard, and I wanted to just make sure that I discussed it a little bit. Two big deals happening with the January 6th proceedings. First of all, President Trump has been subpoenaed by the January 6th committee. This doesn't surprise me. Uh, I've spoken about this before. This is like the last-ditch effort of a failing and flagging committee uh, that will no longer be in, in, uh, in power after the midterm elections take place. Uh, also, uh, they're not going to be able to prove anything. They keep saying that they've proven things, but this is akin to Adam Schiff saying over and over again, we have incontrovertible proof that President Trump is a Russian asset. He had a personal relationship with Vladimir Putin. So show me the evidence, Adam Schiff. He can. All you can show me is a picture of your big watermelon head. There's nothing happening here. And so President Trump is going to go before the January 6th committee, uh, and he's not going to have anything to really offer. They're going to ask him about inciting a crowd or telling people to go do this or that and you know all he has to do is reply with uh with his public statements okay i told people to leave i told them to be peaceful and patriotic he never incited a riot never tried to overthrow the u.s government absolute bs uh let's see sterling cannabis good to see you out there buddy glad you're here mm. Let me take a look here over on the foxhole and the painter just saw the coolest video on and we know the song where we go one we go all at 5143. There have been a number of songs called where we go one we go all so I don't know if I know that one or not and the painter 53 to 47 is a standalone cue post there we go. 
Uh, M. The Painter says the Senate was the key. Uh, and then also J2 Dank, thank you for that cookie. Dale Bursier, good to see you, buddy. Thank you for that can. Uh, J2 Dank, also with the can. Emily UK, evening Red Pill 78. Hope everything is going well. I hope everything's going well for you, too. Obviously, a little bit of turmoil over there in the UK right now. I'd be interested to get your thoughts on who you think might be the next prime minister. Uh, also, PQuest, thank you very much for that can. So, Besides this really, you know, non-eventful news item that President Trump is going to be called as a witness, uh, I'm certain he will go uh, because uh, we've also just had the sentencing of Steve Bannon. Steve Bannon has to pay like, uh, I don't know, maybe what was it like, like $15,000 or something like that. He's going to get four months in prison. Uh, obviously they want to, uh, you know, make Steve Bannon appear to be some kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, like object of lesson for the American people. Like you, you come talk to Congress or else, uh, very, very rare that anybody is held in contempt of Congress and then actually tried and convicted it and, and goes to prison. I mean, it just doesn't happen. It's only happening because it's Steve Bannon. Uh, they know how big of a, a, a channel, how big of a show war room is. They know how much, uh, influence Steve Bannon has. Uh, they know how important he was to the rise of Donald Trump. So they have to punish Steve Bannon. Now, this is uh, not something that I think is going to look good for the Democrats. This continues to show over and over again that this isn't about law and order. This isn't about crime and punishment. It's about the political persecution of your enemies. Uh, if you engage in wrong think, if you don't support the causes we support, well, then you're looking at going to prison uh, and we're going to make your life very, very difficult. Uh, the one thing that I'm hoping is that once we regain power in both the House and the Senate and President Trump c- comes back to the office of the president, uh, at that point, we're going to do the exact same thing to the Democrats. I'm not saying that we need to do anything illegal. Uh, we don't need to come down on them with a heavy hand and we don't need to engage in political persecution. These people have broken the law. It's time that they paid the price for the laws they've broken. It's time they face justice for what they've done to America and to her nation, excuse me, to her people and to this nation. So we don't need to take the same road that the Democrats have taken. All we need to do is to have a legitimate trial and an investigation onto any number of crimes that have been committed by Democrats and Democrat operatives and Joe Biden and the Biden crime family, any of those things. And we can show that they broke the law and they need to go to prison. We're going to take a break for the second half of the show. We'll be right back after this. So Steve Bannon is now going to have to report to prison for four months, beginning uh, at the latest November 15th. Uh, now, I, I, it remains to be seen whether or not Steve Bannon is actually going to have to go to prison. Um I think that if he does, he's not going to spend a full four months behind bars. That it's quite likely that he'll get out a little bit earlier than that. Um, but if we do retake the uh, the House and the Senate in the midterms, then it's very possible that we might be able to get Steve Bannon out as soon as uh, those new men and women take office there in uh, in our nation's capital. Um, this is a bit of a lighthearted story I wanted to bring you. I couldn't even believe it when I saw it. Um, so. Yeah, you guys, I'm sure you're aware of Ralph Lauren Polo. Uh, they're a, a popular American brand. They've been around for a very, very long time. So they put out this sweater for women, which has, you know, the, the pattern of the Mexican blanket on it. Uh, this is, you know, ubiquitous with uh, blankets and southwestern apparel. Uh, this is not the first time a, an American brand has used this pattern 
in their clothing. But in this instance, the wife of the president of Mexico scolded Ralph Lauren uh, and called it cultural appropriation and indigenous design plagiarism. So plagiarism is a legal term uh, that has to do with the rights that are held by an individual. Uh, if you copy somebody's work wholesale, uh, then, yeah, it can be considered plagiarism. But we're talking about a design that has been in, like, the process of being produced for, like, hundreds of years, if not thousands of years. And, you know, I mean, this is so familiar. But you guys ever seen anything from Pendleton? You ever seen anything from Pendleton? I mean, you, you can get blankets like this on so many different places. Uh, so, you know, it, it's just kind of ridiculous to me that Ralph Lauren actually bowed to this type of pressure. Uh, they apologized to the wife of Mexico's president, uh, and they claim that they didn't realize that this was going to be released anywhere, that they had actually learned of its production be in, while it was in the pipeline, and then they made the decision to pull it. It is a $360 sweater. I do think that's a crime, uh, and I don't think that anybody should be willing to pay that much money for something that's probably worth like $10. But it's ridiculous that they are bowing uh, to the wife of a head of state from another nation. This is an American company. Nobody owns the design that you see here. Yes, maybe there are indigenous people who still produce this, but this is a Ralph Lauren sweater, and those people are not producing the sweater. This is this is pretty ridiculous, you know? And if you take a look at clothing, okay? Uh, like, okay, so like my shirts, all right? Uh, they are fairly distinctive, but there are a lot of different companies now who are making Second Amendment apparel, and they're making them with a, a tropical theme in mind. I don't think that they are plagiarizing Retro Rifle, uh, I think that a lot of people just get the same idea and then they implement it in a slightly different way and it comes out. Same with, with jeans or like flannels, like the patterns that are on flannels. It's totally ridiculous uh, that anybody would accuse uh, somebody else of, of plagiarism in, in, in an instance like this. I mean, you know, the, the same thing goes with like high fashion houses and then like Target or something like that. You can find something one season from, like, the super exclusive places, and then you find something very similar to it at, like, the department stores, like, next season. It's just, it's kind of ridiculous, and I can't believe that uh, they bowed down uh, and, and that they actually pulled this from the stores. Uh, pretty ridiculous. All right, so we've got about another half an hour before President Trump is scheduled to come out. I have the rally on in the background, guys. So as long as uh, President Trump comes out on time, we should be beginning at around 8 p.m. for the rally. Uh, we are looking at uh, probably an hour to two hours for President Trump to speak before the crowd in Texas. We know Texas is a high Republican-centered area, so President Trump may speak a little bit longer tonight. We've got a couple of races that are in the toss-up category, and we have uh, a number of different places where people need to be convinced that President Trump and the America First agenda is what they need to ensure that America continues to thrive. <clears throat> so, I'm expecting him to go as long as two hours tonight. We'll see what happens. But as soon as that ends, uh, we are going to begin the roundtable for the Google YouTube censorship lawsuit that we're currently embroiled in. Uh, there was just a hearing recently in the uh, Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, 
Chris Armencha, our counsel, is going to be joining us tonight, along with a number of other plaintiffs from the lawsuit. Uh, so it should be myself, Space Shot 76, uh, SGT Report, Sarah Westall, Zach Voorhees, uh, at least. And there will certainly be other people uh, who will be here as well. I just don't know all of them off the top of my head. Um, but uh, I wanted to make sure that I keep this on your radar, because it hasn't been officially revealed just what this story entails yet. But uh, if it is anything like what Project Veritas has been able to do in the past and very recently with Katie Hobbs, uh, it looks like we should have another incredible gotcha moment coming up this week. Uh, apparently, this time it involves Katie Hobbs and Arizona Senator Mark Kelly. Now, recently, Project Veritas actually got into both of those campaigns independently. So now, if it has to do with both of them, maybe we're going to be seeing some type of, uh, um, I guess, corruption or uh, political collusion taking place between the two of them. Perhaps they were both on camera at a secret event at the same time, uh, and they were able to get some uh, some interesting audio or video from them. Uh, and it looks like James O'Keefe has released a little bit of video showing uh, what happened when he called and spoke to a representative of the campaign. I wanted to go ahead and play this clip for you, and let's see what it actually says. This is uh, him speaking with Jack Healy at the New York Times. I'm here in California at some municipal airport having a milkshake, and I'm going to call Jack Healy from the New York Times. A little hard to hear. There's music playing. There's airplanes. There's people. Hey, hey, Jack. Uh, is this Jack Healy? Yes. Hey. This is James O'Keefe at Project Veritas. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were um, you were asking about like our story inside a fast food restaurant. Yeah, at the restaurant where she was eating. Yeah. Do you intend to write about the substance of the videos? Sorry, we're going to uh, we. I referenced the tape in a story that actually just published a second ago. Okay. So. You ask about why did we do it at a fast food restaurant? No, I, well, I wanted to know which one it was. I couldn't recognize which restaurant it was where you guys were. Oh, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, but it says, uh, you referenced the video shot at the fast food restaurant. Wanted to ask you any comment on how and why you did this at a fast food restaurant and, and thoughts about how Secretary Hobbs responded to being approached. Um, how did we know that Hobbs was eating at this particular restaurant is what you, you asked me. In, yeah, your, those in your interrogatories yeah. that you asked. So, so yeah, so, um, I don't know, we, we knew... Where's the journalism, New York Times? Why isn't the New York Times writing about the substance of the story? That Katie Hobbs cannot face the press or the woman who is going to beat her in November. Katie Hobbs is a coward. She was, I read an article today, guys, Katie Hobbs was in, in her office... Something like 19 days this year. Out of the entire year, Katie Hobbs shows up to work 19 days. Now, undoubtedly, she probably used some sort of, like, COVID remote work excuse. Uh, but I tend to also think that she was spending a lot of time campaigning and not really worrying about the duty of being Secretary of State, uh, which is a major problem. Katie Hobbs is not the only political, uh, um, um, you know, uh, person to go ahead and do that. 
Unfortunately, that tends to happen. But somebody like Mark Fincham, he's been representing the people of Arizona, and at the same time, he's been out there campaigning. So I tend to think that Katie Hobbs uh, probably was abdicating her duties. You'd be eating there at the restaurant because, I mean, we just did honest reporting and found out. Okay. We, it was actually, according to people, familiar with the matter. Okay. Yep. Okay. That's how we found out. Okay. Um, and I was also curious, you guys had some videos of um, some, like, backseat stuff and some conversations with um, some of her campaign, um, campaign consultants and folks. Were those leaked by people within the campaign, or was that filmed by someone specifically with you guys? Um, we have a lot of people that leak us information from within these campaigns. They're brave. They send us a tip at veritastips at protonmail.com. And um, if you ever want to blow the whistle on the New York Times, there's a way for you to do that. We, we, you know, we filmed Rosenberg said that Adam Goldman doesn't write very well. He was a person that was filmed. Um, and we're also suing the New York Times for defamation. And we got past motion to dismiss. And, and you know, so I'm just calling you to ensure that you know that this is your reporting is ethical and proper. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I believe it is. I mean, basically, it's not a story specifically about guys. It's a story about Hobbs. Um, and obviously, the video um, has been feature of the campaign. Have you discussed it? Uh, I believe Carrie Lake may have referred to it. Yep. Um, well, we have it. another video coming out on Monday. I'm headed to Arizona Sunday. There's more tapes at, at Hobbs, and you know, I'll make sure you get an embargoed version of that. I'll make sure you get a copy of that advance. <laughs> sure, I'll, I'll look for it for sure. Okay. Um, this answers. Oh, I guess my other question was: um, any thoughts or comment on you know the way she responded to um, your? Your, your person, um, you know, the person who approached her. He spilled the drink. The drink spilled all over the place. Is that what you're referencing? The 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 drink, the yeah. beverage. She she got up and the drink spilled everywhere. So um, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, just in. Um, I mean, she and then she ran to the bathroom. She ran to the bathroom, and R.C. Maxwell, our intrepid journalist. You know, Mike Wallace used to do these sorts of things. I realize Mike Wallace is dead, but he used to confront people and. You know, interview them and, and you know hold them accountable. I think it's important journalists do this. I think it's important journalists actually you know go out in the field and expose powerful people. We need people doing that. RC does a very good job of that. He just did it with Mayor Adams actually. Mayor Adams fired his aide. The New York Times hasn't reported on the fact that the New York City mayor has fired his aide for uh, for attacking first responders and calling the mayor corrupt. I don't know why. Why is the New York Times not talking about that? I am not a metro reporter and I don't know anything about that coverage. So I wish I wish I could tell you. I sort of only know my little chunk of the world. Which um which what's your beat? Uh, I cover the Southwest for the Times. I'm on the national desk. So Southwest United States? Reporter. What's that? The Southwest United yeah, States? Southwest. I yeah, look exactly. forward to you covering our Mark Kelly videos that are coming out on the Senator. Big Senator's <laughs> race in Arizona. We're releasing that story on Monday, so I hope that that, because that is your beat. Yeah, I will, I'll look forward to them, and uh, yeah, if they that would be much appreciated. Sounds good. This is my cell phone number. Text me anytime. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>
<laughs> text me anytime, James. Text me anytime. Oh my god. I loved him sipping on the milkshake. That was the funniest part. He's just like, you guys ever seen, uh, There Will Be Blood? Where the, uh, the guy's like, I drink your milkshake, and he has the, the straw, and he's like, I take my straw, and I stick it in your milkshake, and I drink all your milkshake. And it's like a, a euphemism for, like, you know, stealing your stuff or, or ruling over you. But James is uh, a boss. He is 100% a boss, and I cannot wait to see what they come up with. And I would be very interested to see how James Healy actually covered that story in the New York Times. Because, I mean, the, the, at least he was going down the proper road. The real story there is that Katie Hobbs was afraid of a black man, a black reporter from Project Veritas, and uh, she said uh, she could not handle it. She ran and hid in a bathroom. Hey, what's up, baby? Good to see you. Uh, the milkshake brings all the soy boys to the yard. Yeah, basically. Yeah, James sounded like, uh, James Healy sounded like he had a little sugar in his step. So, I don't know. That would be hilarious if he ended up uh, blowing the lid or uh, actually releasing some information on the New York Times to James O'Keefe. That would just be uh, top of the heap. Uh, so uh, we have uh, a number of additional stories I wanted to make sure that we put out. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, ooh, oh, this was pretty interesting. Uh, it, I guess there was a um, a Communist Party ceremony that was broadcast on live TV in China and Xi Jinping sent in like the equivalent of the Secret Service there and had his predecessor removed from the proceedings on live television. Now, <clears throat> right here in the very center where you, let me blow this up so you guys can this is Xi Jinping right here. Okay? And this is his uh, elderly predecessor right next to him. Like they were sitting next to each other. So this is quite the statement uh, showing that uh, the CCP is having this guy removed and actually taken out on live television. Now, it remains to be seen what exactly the the resulting reasons were, why he had him hauled out of this summit. Uh, summit excuse me. Uh, Chinese state media is saying that who was not feeling well. But here's the thing. If he wasn't feeling well, then why didn't he, uh, you know, just get up and leave? Why was it necessary for somebody else to come in and forcibly remove him? That does not seem to me like it was some type of voluntary decision-making process. Now, I can tell you this. Xi Jinping has presided over one of the largest um, operations to clean up the, the Chinese government since he came in. I mean, we're talking, you know, thousands of individuals who have been rounded up and arrested in uh, what can only be described as, um, you know, corruption stinks. Uh, as a, an example, there was uh, a Chinese, where is it? There was a Chinese representative uh, who was heading up, okay, he was the justice minister, that's it. He was the justice minister. He admitted to taking millions of dollars in bribes. Uh, this came out back in August. He had taken bribes totaling $17.3 million, which is um, 117 million yuan. Uh, that's, a, that's a lot of money, $17.3 million. So at the same time that he was accepting bribes to get things done you know, with a greased palm, uh, he was taking a hard line on enforcing laws of the CCP, 
on the people of China. So he was arrested and he was uh, he was put on trial. Um, you know, this would be like if, let's say, you know, uh, Christopher Ray or if um, uh, what's his name? Uh, pff, uh, why can I not remember his name? The, whoever the DOJ, the head of the DOJ is, I'd, uh, uh, Merrick Garland, if Merrick Garland was hauled off and arrested. I mean, the guy admitted what he did. Uh, he said that he felt real bad about it. But I tend to believe that when people say they feel bad about something after they get caught, it's not because they really feel bad about it. They feel bad that they weren't smart enough to get away with the crimes they committed. <clears throat> I tend to think that there is a, a, a lot going on behind the scenes in China uh, and that we've only scratched the surface of what that might be. Now, I will also say this. My friend Matthew at Truth Not Fiction Matters uh, had sent over a report earlier today that he did uh, I think that Monkey Works is actually talking about this, too, is that supposedly there may be a large container ship full of Chinese soldiers that are on their way here. I'm actually going to talk to Matthew about it tomorrow. Uh, and uh, and if there's anything there, then I'll go ahead and bring it to you guys. But I don't want to get anybody scared or anything yet because I, I just haven't seen the proof yet. But Matthew did send me over a video uh, that uh, that he wanted uh, that he wanted me to see and he wanted me to check out. Um also, I spoke with uh, my friend Michael Hamilton today. Do you guys remember Michael Hamilton? Michael Hamilton is uh, one of the lawyers who works with Tom Renz. Uh, Tom Renz, who is is now representing the whistleblower who worked with Peter Dasik. I've been trying to get a hold of this guy for like over a year now. <clears throat> and I'm hoping that now because he has this close association with Tom Renz, I might be able to actually get this guy on the show. Uh, but he just did an interview with uh, Jim Hoft at the Gateway Pundit. And, uh, you know, he said proof positive. There, there's no, you know, disputing it. Uh, Peter Dasik, EcoHealth Alliance, uh, the NIH, they, they made COVID-19 in a laboratory. And, I, you know, I mean, that, that's not news now. You know, I mean, what is news is that somebody who was so close to the process, who was uh, a, a lead executive at EcoHealth Alliance, he's coming forward and he's talking about it. Uh, you know, the, the evidence is all over the place. You know, the only people who don't understand that COVID-19 was made in a lab are the people who are willfully ignorant uh, and not interested in knowing the truth. Or they continue to follow the protocols of the CDC. They continue uh, to uh, to just believe whatever is being, you know, shoved down their throats. But Andrew Huff is that guy's name. And um, I'll let you guys know very shortly <clears throat> whether or not uh, Andrew is going to be appearing on the show. But you know, going along with that, I mean, the idea that this is built in lab, which means that it's uh, it's a biological weapon, uh, it makes it that much more insidious when you see the disastrous health effects that people who take the jab are being forced uh, to uh, to deal with. And case in point, uh, this is just hilarious. I mean, in a really sad and disturbing way, but. You know, we keep seeing headlines like this. You know, doctors are baffled after an 18-year-old athlete suffers cardiac arrest during tennis practice. I saw another one that was on, like, Apple News or something. You know, doctors baffled at mystery blood clot that blocked a guy's spine and he couldn't walk. You know, I mean, oh, there's no mystery about it. The, the dude is, is jabbed up. He's fully jabbed and, and boosted. So, you know, I, I mean, we just see it over and over again. <clears throat> Why is it that an 18-year-old tennis player from Rochester, Indiana, should be suffering uh, a cardiac arrest right after he gets his heart rate up uh, about to play sports? Kid's name is Drew Strasser. Uh, this was back in August that uh, that he collapsed. I mean, this kid's never going to play tennis again. 
he also works as a lifeguard. Uh, this is not a normal situation. Uh, and, uh, wow, he had to drive for an hour in the ambulance. Um, but, you know, luckily they were able to stabilize his condition. Uh, they ended up putting in an implantable cardioverter defibrillator. That means that he's now forever going to have a piece of equipment in his chest that is going to kickstart his heart should it stop. Can you imagine being the uh, the, the CEO of, of that company, owning the stock in that company? That company stock is going to skyrocket because I guarantee you people all over America are now going to be forced to have these cardio defibrillators implanted in their bodies. Otherwise, they're just going to die. Uh, take as an example... The desire of the deep state to push us into a transhumanist future. Well, if we can no longer stay alive uh, based upon the, uh, the 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 engineering of God uh, and our own bodies and uh, the way we were made naturally, if the only way we can stay alive is through the usage of a, a machine that keeps our hearts pumping, you know, that's as close to transhumanism as I can possibly imagine. Uh, these are going to be the, the newest in vogue uh, add-ons that you're going to be able to get. And you better believe they are going to be forever marketed to people who got the jab. Uh, they're going to come up with some <clears throat> ridiculous reasoning why suddenly people everywhere are having heart attacks. And now, you know, as a result of this rash of, of heart attacks and young people, you're going to have to get these uh, these defibrillators implanted in your body. Just horrible stuff. Sudden cardiac arrest. All of a sudden, kids dying all over the place. It's not just happening here in America. Uh, over in England, it's, uh, it's, it's all over the place, too. Apparently, in Gloucester, England, uh, they are installing these new defibrillation machines all over the place. Uh, these would not be installed if there was not a noticeable uptick in cardiac arrests. Uh, there was a 13-year-old who suffered a cardiac arrest. Uh, she was at a teen nightclub. She was saved by a defibrillator, thank God. Uh, not the only one. There have been a number of, uh, of of other cases. In the UK, there are now 12,490 defibrillators that have been installed as of June 13th. Uh, and there has been a surge in them. Uh, let's see. Uh, Birmingham was the city with the most defibrillators outside of London. That was 954. In Belfast, they had just over 600. In Swansea, 459. Leeds, 418. Cardiff, 415. Uh, and, uh, and, and now, throughout the number, oh yeah, this is just all over the place, man. It's just like normal stuff. You see people with defibrillators. I mean, I remember seeing a defibrillator like in the, 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 the lobby of the hospital or something like that. Uh, you don't just have them all over the place. They should not be necessary. Um, you know, how long before people start carrying compact defibrillators that they put in their backpacks? Mm. Let's go ahead and see what people are saying over here on the foxhole. Uh, P Quest, thank you for that can. Porpoiseful, thank you for that can. And Napkinator79 said, rallies with Red Pill are the best nights. I appreciate that. Uh, let's see, right now, Dan Patrick, the lieutenant governor of Texas, is on stage. I don't know all that much about Dan Patrick, but uh, obviously uh, he is a Republican, so I'm going to respect him. Um, let me see. Uh, if we take a look back at the case here in, uh, in the U.K., uh, the death toll in England uh, has continued to rise, even though COVID-related deaths have dropped. Uh, we have seen an excess in uh, unexplained deaths. Sudden adult death syndrome, sudden child death syndrome. Uh, in, in one week, the last week of June, 
we had 1,540 excess deaths. Only 10% of those deaths were caused by COVID-19. That's coming from the Telegraph. Uh, we have hardly anybody dying from COVID, but a lot of people dying from heart attacks as a result of getting the jab, which is just uh, shocking and uh, and very, very sad. President Trump should be on any moment, but he's not yet. So uh, this is a very odd story I also saw earlier. Who gives a F about his plane? What plane would that be, Doc Holliday? Hmm. Are we talking about President Trump's plane? Uh, I don't know. A lot of people track President Trump's plane. If you're talking about AED devices, most grocery stores, health clubs, etc. help them. Not expensive, but they do. Yeah, I, JC Zinc, I am not disputing the need for defibrillators. Having them on hand is uh, is great. But when they have to start putting them on every street corner, uh, when they have to suddenly buy thousands of them to install all over the place so you have ubiquitous coverage, uh, I'm pointing to a larger problem. Heart attacks will happen. People who have heart attacks out in public are saved uh, as a result of access to a defibrillator. But why is it suddenly we need an excess of defibrillators all over the uh, the country of the United Kingdom. That is what I am asking about. Um, okay, so look at this. What does the CIA do, guys? The CIA is uh, is an, an intelligence agency that is supposed to only work outside the shores of the United States, but we know that they have their hands in uh, some interesting intellectual property. Uh, they tend to push money into certain companies that they think are going to give them uh, some type of uh, a leg up or, I guess, you know, uh, an advancement in their ability to spy, not only on people in other nations, but here, of course, in the United States. So I beg the, that begs the question, why is the CIA now interested in investing in a company that plans to resurrect the woolly mammoth? Now, in the same way, I don't think defibrillators are a bad thing. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that they're going to bring back the woolly mammoth. I think that's kind of cool. I was a big fan of Jurassic Park when I was a kid. Woolly mammoths are essentially, um, they're, they're big, hairy elephants. Uh, and uh, to see a woolly mammoth walking out uh, on the, the plains of, of, of Siberia in Russia, I think that would be awesome. Uh, I think that, that would be great. But the question again is, why is the CIA investing in this biotechnology company uh, colossal biosciences, uh, and their main aim is to bring back extinct animals like the woolly mammoth. So it's not just the woolly mammoth. They're planning on bringing back other extinct animals as well. So I guess the idea here is that the CIA must have some need to bring back uh, extinct animals, or this may have something to do with the manipulation of DNA. Uh, yeah, I, I can see how... A company would be interested in doing this, but I just don't see how the CIA plays into this. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just don't see how that uh, how that's going to help uh, or do any. Oh, they're going to be using CRISPR gene technology. OK, gene editing. So that may explain their interest in it. You can do a lot of nefarious stuff with CRISPR. Um, and if they can successfully replicate the DNA of a woolly mammoth, then why would they necessarily stop there? That would probably mean they could successfully duplicate the DNA of any other type of animal. 
Uh, does that mean that they are going to, yes, yeah, super soldiers, that's where I was going, real IJ, uh, super soldiers. Are, are they going to create the perfect version of DNA or what they perceive to be perfect? Uh, are they then going to uh, create perfect copies of individual people? You know, uh, we have uh, a lot of people out there who think that Joe Biden is a clone. Um, you know, I don't know about that one. I know that uh, political figures quite often have body doubles that they will use. Uh, but does that mean that uh, that every time we see somebody who's a body double that they're actually a clone? I, I don't know about that. But this could potentially lead to the cloning of um, uh, of of people and uh, of animals. Um, wow. So InQtel is the way that they are uh, uh, investing in this. And InQtel has been used uh, on a number of different occasions to invest in um, all of the uh, uh, all of these uh, these various agencies and uh, and these corporations. So. Quite interesting stuff. Mm. All right. <clears throat> so let's see. What's you know? What are you guys doing here? Uh, what have you been doing today? Uh, tell me if you've heard anything that I need to know about. I'd be interested to know uh, what's going on over here. This is my channel. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> it's good old Zach that covers the fringe without going over the deep end. Hey, that's right. You know. Uh, that that's exactly what I do. Um, <laughs> I, I try to keep it balanced, but I also am willing to look at things that perhaps other people aren't willing to look at. Hmm. So let's see. Uh, 8088Y Digital. Uh, it looks like you're here for the first time over there on Rumble. So the Jeep dog, they did clone a sheep. Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, I, I, I tend to believe that they've been cloning things and uh, working with genetics uh, on a variety of different creatures for a very long time. If they are now going to openly discuss uh, creation of super soldiers or things like that, uh, then that means they've already got it. Oh, wow. So uh, well, this is kind of interesting. Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I guess he just appeared on the Joe Rogan show, and he said, young people are just dying these days. Talks about a fan who died suddenly. And I wonder how he knew this fan. He was devastated to learn of the passing of a fan who he had previously met at one of his shows. Two months ago, we were playing at the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. These two painter sisters from Texas, raised in Manhattan, brought their friends to the show. We're like, great, come and we'll hook you up with tickets and passes. Come say hello. And the girl they brought was radiant in every aspect of the word, physically beautiful, Energy, kindness, just light. All my friends were like, who's that girl? She's amazing. A week went by, and I opened the paper, and I saw the girl had died unexpectedly. Actor, model, artist, she woke up and died, and they're not sure why. Maybe sepsis, who knows? Young people are dying these days, and it's from The Jab. Let's take a listen to the clip. So two months ago, we were playing at the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. These two painter sisters from Texas, raised in Manhattan, brought their friend to the show. We're like, great, come and we'll hook you up with tickets and passes. Come say hello, beautiful people. And the girl they brought was radiant in every aspect of the word. Physically beautiful, energy, kindness, just light. And all of my friends are like, who's that girl? That girl's amazing. It's just a, a friend of our painter friends. And a week went by, and I opened the paper, and I saw this girl had died unexpectedly with actor, model, artist. Wow. And she woke up and died. And they're not sure why. Maybe sepsis. <clears throat> Who knows? Young people are dying these days. 
<clears throat> and I thought to myself, I woke up today and I complained about how long my room service took, how muggy it was outside and the traffic and and I decided this this girl was just a giver of a human being and she got plucked. So yeah, uh not surprised. I mean, with that type of resume then she probably was uh fully jabbed uh like so many other people out there. Here is something that I actually have commented on in the past, but uh, I haven't commented since this came out. There is currently a trial going on in Missouri. This has to do with censorship as well. Uh, this is about the government uh, repressing the release of COVID and jab-related information. And so the judge that is overseeing the trial has allowed the Attorney General of Missouri to depose Dr. Anthony Fauci, Jen Psaki, FBI agent Elvis Chan, and this is all about, again, the social media collusion case with uh, Jim Hoft and the Gateway Pundit as uh, a plaintiff on this case. This is really, really awesome. So this includes the Biden administration, Joe Biden himself, Anthony Fauci, the Department of Homeland Security, and nearly a dozen federal agencies and secretaries. The discovery in this case has got to be a revelation. I mean, think about the emails that were going back and forth between the Biden regime and the social media companies uh, telling them to silence people, telling them to to shut down the free speech that uh, really, by all rights, should be allowed to go out uh, and people should be allowed to say whatever they want as long as it doesn't infringe upon the life, liberty or the pursuit of happiness of somebody else. And quite often, uh, even when your speech does infringe upon somebody else's pursuit of happiness, uh, you know, it, it's just words. All right. And people need to be able to uh, to handle that stuff. Get over it. Mm. Get over it. Move on uh, and allow yourself to uh, just continue to be a good person. So uh, I'm pretty anxious to see what happens when Anthony Fauci is uh, is deposed. Is Joe Biden going to be deposed? Is Joe Biden going to have to testify uh, because if he does, well, then I don't know that that's going to be uh, a very good look. Did you happen to see that interview that Joe Biden gave to MSNBC? Um, you could tell that he had scripted answers. Uh, there were definitely questions that he knew were going to be answered ahead of time. Um, but as soon as the the interviewer broke script and kind of asked an, an additional question, it didn't uh, it didn't compute with Joe. Take a listen to this. What's up, Vector? Good to see you out there, buddy. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intent. I have not made that formal decision, but it's my intention. My intention to run again, and we have time to make that decision. Uh, Dr. Biden is for it. Mr. President. Oh. Dr. Biden thinks that, uh, my wife thinks that, uh, that I, uh, that, that, we're, that we're doing something very important. I have. I mean, that was pure horror right there. The idea that the president of the United States cannot, at the top of his game, come up with an answer to that question. What does your wife think? about you running for president. And it's very telling that MSNBC is the one asking this question. Uh, Steve Guest, I don't know who he is, but he said, scary clip. 
Joe Biden lost control of his faculties uh, as uh, as he was asked what his wife, Dr. Biden. So when uh, Dr. Biden, he probably thought to himself for a moment, you know, what does my doctor say? Did not even realizing that uh, this man was referring to uh, to Dr. Jill Biden. What is Jill the doctor of again, guys? What is Jill a doctor of? I don't remember what she is, uh, what her education is actually in. Um, I, I thought that this was uh, pretty funny here, too. So there's this organization called Democracy Docket. And a lot of people have always uh, been asking me, I don't know who I'm supposed to vote for, because even if you find out that somebody's a, a Republican or, you know, they claim to be MAGA, you don't necessarily know. Well, Democracy Docket put out a report which tells us every single person running for office who believes that the election of 2020 was stolen. And although they are attempting to expose the people who are running for office, the truth is that what they're doing is they're giving us a a, a primer telling us exactly who we should want to vote for. Uh, You know, they, they have this. Let me go to the article here. Let me show you this. So statewide election denier. Roundup. These are everybody who's running for office here in America uh, who believes that the election was stolen. So you've got governors, secretary of states and attorneys general. Uh, these are GOP election deniers all across the country. Now, this may not be every single race, but this is a, a fair amount. I mean, we have a, a nice majority of people who are willing to admit that they think the election was stolen. I'd be interested to see. Okay, so no, these are not like House races or or Senate races. These are just only specifically for governor, uh, attorney general, etc. But, you know, I mean, these are a lot of great names here. Uh, uh, Carrie Lake, obviously Matt DiPerno, Christina Caramo, Carrie Lake, Mark Fincham, Lee Zeldin. uh, Lots of really great people in here. So I actually want to go ahead and share this with you because uh, this is very very convenient for people who want to know who they should be supporting. I think every single one of these people uh, deserves our attention. And why can I not get anything to show up over there on Getter? What's going on on Getter? For some reason, every time I stream on Getter, I can't get the chat to work and I can't see anything. So I don't even know if anybody is over there. Uh, There we go. Now my chat showed up. Let's see. Uh, do, do, do. dying from the vax. That's right, uh, Anunnaki. Uh, I saw Red Hot Chili Peppers a number of times in my youth, and uh, you know they they were a, a, one of my favorite bands for a very long time. Uh, I got to be honest, I'm surprised that Anthony Kiedis uh, doesn't look like Iggy Pop at this point in his life because uh, he had a hard life and he was doing a lot of hard drugs for a long time. So the fact that uh, he's uh, still standing and, you know, he, he's uh, he, he's not falling apart. I think that's uh, a testament to uh, how, how well he's taken care of himself recently. Um, so uh, let me see. What else was there? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the evidence about election fraud is pretty much incontrovertible all across the nation. Uh, I think that only a, a, a complete and total fool would tell themselves at this point that, uh, we don't have a massive problem with our election system. I mean, it just it is what it is. Uh, it's quite obvious. Uh, let's see. Is President Trump coming out? No, President Trump is still not out on stage, guys. We are still waiting for him to come out. Uh, looks like we've got um, uh, a break in the action. No speaker at the moment. But uh, this is actually some good news. I know some people are going to be very excited to hear this. But the U.S. Court of Appeals 
has blocked Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan. And the reason is because it was an unconstitutional and illegal decree that he made. So the Eighth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals has blocked this student loan forgiveness program as of uh, early yesterday. Uh, they granted an emergency stay, which would bar the discharge of any student loan debt, until the court decides on a request for a longer-term injunction. So it's temporary, but I think that it points to the fact that this is not going to end up going through, uh, because really uh, all they're doing is transferring wealth from the poorest people, once again, to the richest people. Uh, now, not everybody who took out student loans uh, was poor. Not everybody who took out student loans was rich. Uh, but the people who have paid off their student loans already, they are getting the really the short end of the stick on this. Um, you know, I've told everybody before, I still have student loans, but I pay on my student loans every single month. And then I pay a large lump sum at the end of the year uh, in an effort to get those paid off. Uh, I'm not interested in having student loan forgiveness given to me by Joe Biden. Uh, but I, I know that, you know, there are a lot of people out there who would be very excited about it. But this is just not something that we need to be engaging in. Uh, if you take out a loan, then you should be on the hook to pay that loan, and uh, you should be able to go ahead and do that. The, 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 the larger conversation that we have here is why is it so difficult for people to pay off their student loans? Uh, is that because of inflation? Is that because of the devaluation of the dollar? Is, is that because everything costs, uh, you know, 10, 15, 20, 25 percent more than it did just a few years ago? Now, is that because the federal government got involved in the student loan game and the universities and college all across America decided to unilaterally increase the cost of going to college? It should not be as expensive as it is for people to get an education. And it also shouldn't be ridiculed uh, as a, a, a method by which people can be propagandized to uh, and to be turned into tools of the state. People should be a what is the news about Larry McCray? Did the news about Larry McRae ring a bell with you? Um, you know, oh, oh, I think, yes, I think, was, was, are you, are we talking about Grammys here? Did you mention that? Somebody sent me an email today, uh, mentioning something about Larry McRae and Grammys, I think, Sterling, I think that, yes, 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 yes. Um, I have heard Larry McRae's name. Before, I don't know anything about him personally, but apparently he's just been um, nominated for some Grammys. So good for him. I hope that he wins. <clears throat> All right. I, l let me just see if they're playing any music yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like way far back on the rally. Uh, and I just realized that. Uh, hang on. Let me see if President Trump's song is playing yet. I have no idea what this is actually. You know I've never funny? heard it before. Now that you said that, there's got to be a few people okay. like it's from this is a new yeah, or something. Please put I don't it know. in the comments. Yeah. Tell us what this is. Yeah, what is this song from? Because he picked it. It is Les Mis. That was right. Les Mis. Les Mis. Okay, okay, I remember Les right. Mis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think they played Les Mis uh, when we were there too, didn't they? They played something from there. Thank my girlfriend for that, but anyway. <laughs> Because we were at a we were at a, a rally and I remember this song playing. Okay. She said it's from Les Mis. Like, yeah, look at that. Okay. So, so H. Juliet says that she or they worked for 20 years to pay off the loans. Yeah, uh, I've been working for a very long time to pay off my student loans. You know, I mean, I have a master's degree. I don't know that it did anything for me. To, you know, based upon what I do with my life now, 
uh, it was uh, essentially just a, a, a worthless addition to my education. There was absolutely no need for it. I don't know. Maybe I learned some things that I wouldn't have learned otherwise, and maybe I can do something else, like if I decide that I don't want to do podcasting anymore. But I would have to work for an organization uh, that was uh, on our side of the fence. You know, I mean, if I, I there's no way I could get a job in the re- regular public sector at this point because anybody would do a background checkup on me and it would come out that, you know, I am who I am. Uh, and then I don't know that uh, people would be willing to have me as an employer employee. Pardon me. But, yeah, you know, so so this is the real question. If you if you take out student loans and the government pays off your loans for you, you know, what makes the student loans so special? You know, why doesn't the government start paying off regular small business loans? Why doesn't the government start paying off the loans of, um, I don't know, of corporations? Oh, oh, they already have. That's right. They get free money to corporations all the time. And maybe that's why things are, are so expensive. And maybe that's why people have to spend so much money uh, just trying to stay afloat. You know, right now it's even worse. Uh, Paladin says, time portal here. Next door to China Lake. Okay, uh, I'll bite. Let's go ahead and see if we can pull this up on uh, on a maps application. He is close to walking on stage, RP Marauder says. Okay, thank you very much. All right, so let me let me see if I can pull up uh, a map and we'll we'll see if we can take a look at a portal. I'd be interested to see if this works. Okay. All right. So, Paladin, why is this a portal? Right next door to China Lake, he says. Okay, let's uh here. Let me change let me change the view here so you guys can see this. This is apparently the portal. I don't see it. I see an I see an old house. And I see a bunch of beat up cars. Now, it would be cool to explore this place. Wait a second. Do we got President Trump coming out? No, this is the United Spot. He doesn't do anything. The lioness. She starts messing with Coming over. Making trouble. Still, nothing. Now, the other animals, they notice this. When they start to move in, the jackals, hyenas, they're barking at them, laughing at them. They nip his toes and eat the food that's in his domain. They do this, and they get closer and closer and bolder and bolder. Till one day, that lion gets up and tears the shit out of everybody. Runs like the wind, eats everything in his path. Because every once in a while, the lion has to show the jackals. Warm up song. 
We just had Macho Man, and now we've got YMCA. So it'd be safe to say that this next song is possibly the walkout. But I did just wrap up my interview with President Trump backstage. Because of time purposes, we're probably going to push that after yep. the How did it go? How was he? What, what kind of mood was he in? It was great. I, won't, I don't want to give away my question, sure. but the, question, the comment he made on air was that I always ask the best questions. So I'll leave that uh, to your imagination. But we're going to air that interview. After his speech tonight during our show, obviously. He's in a good mood. Like he's that. in a great mood, and he's got, uh, he's fired up. He's excited. And there was a long line of pe- people to take pictures with the president, as there always are. Yep. And uh, good mood, good spirits. The, the energy is high backstage. The energy is insane out here. Yeah, it's and good. It's- Oops. It's awesome. And yeah. now that the sun has gone down. All right. <clears throat> so President Trump not coming out just yet. But it's going to be any moment. Absolutely. He's on the way out. Here he comes. Here we go. Here we go. The 45th President of the United States, Donald J. Trump. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the 45th President of the United States, President Donald J. Trump. And I'm proud. Thank you very much. What a nice crowd. What a lot of wind. What a lot of wind. USA! 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 
Thank you very much, everybody. Let's have a little fun. Let's have a little fun. We have a bad <laughs> subject because you look at what's happening to our country. It's a bad subject, but we're going to make the best of that, and we're going to be stronger than ever before soon. What's happened to our country is a disgrace, but I'm thrilled to be back with the proud, hardworking American patriots of the great state of Texas. We love you. Don't mess with Texas, Biden. We ran twice and we won it twice in landslides. I don't know. They say that the Texas going blue. It's not going blue. I know it's Trump. It's Trump. <laughs> it's not going blue that I know of. They think it's going blue in their imaginations. And they said that before our race, remember? We think Texas is going blue. And then we won in a landslide. They said, well... We'll have to use that again the next time. But during the primaries, MAGA went undefeated in Texas, 33-0, 33-0. And every single candidate I endorse, everything of this, oh, they owe me if I wanted to do something, but I don't do that because I'm an honest person. Every single candidate that I endorse won their race. That's really great. And we take it very seriously. It's a very serious thing. Thank you. Wow, that's a big crowd back there. <laughs> MAGA Took owns a little Texas. while for the sound to catch up. And this November 8th, the MAGA movement is going to deliver yet another Texas-sized landslide. We have to. We have no choice. Seventeen <clears throat> days from now, the people of Texas are going to defeat Beto O'Rourke, a flake. He's a flake. <laughs> He's a flake. You know, there's another flake. He actually had the name flake, so that was easy. <laughs> and we're going to keep Greg Abbott, a wonderful man, a great man, a great governor. We're going to keep him in the governor's mansion. And Greg, we love him. That's, I'll tell you, he does a tremendous job. You're going to reelect your absolutely amazing lieutenant governor, a man named Dan Patrick. Has anyone ever heard of Dan Patrick? Where's Dan? Where is Dan? Dan is over there. His son, the only person maybe better than him is his son. He was U.S. attorney, I tell you. And Dan's happy to hear that. Right? Somebody else would say, a lousy father. Oh, that's a terrible thing he said about me. No, you're happy, right? But your son is great and brilliant, and so are you, and thank you very much. Dan Patrick, and you know, a man, I wish I had him in the White House with me. Re-elect the great Ken Paxton. I wish I had him as... Attorney General, you're going to vote for an incredible slate. Ken, thank you very much. Where's Ken, by the way? Oh, I wish I had you in there for a little while, Ken. <laughs> He's tough. He was tough. He would have figured out that voter fraud in about two minutes. <laughs> you're going to vote for an incredible slate of true America first Republicans up and down the ballot. And we are going to end crazy Nancy Pelosi. And she's nuts. She's crazy. We're going to end her political career. Her political career is going to be ended once and for all under Biden, Pelosi, Schumer, and the radical Democrat Congress. The Texas way of life is under siege. Biden and the far-left lunatics are waging war on Texas energy workers. Can you believe this? They're against oil, God, and guns. And then they say they're going to do well in Texas. I don't think so. Now. They're crushing your oil and gas jobs, imposing massive taxes and restrictions on the American energy production and population. They're destroying your jobs and destroying our country and doing it. 
and strangling American families with soaring prices. We've never had energy anywhere near these prices. We can be the only ones that when energy oil hits an all-time high, we announce we're not drilling. It's supposed to be the other way, right? Energy is hit an all-time high. Oh, good. It's a great time to stop drilling. That's wonderful. <laughs> what a group, right? Let's open up the borders. Let millions of people pour in. Let convicts, prisoners come in from 129 different countries. Murderers, rapists. They're going to come in from 129 different countries. Think of it. How stupid can we be? How stupid are these people that are allowing our country to be ruined? Inflation is costing the typical Texas household nearly $800 every single, not year. Year would be bad, but months. How about that? And that's a stat that's put out by our government. In fact, it's put out by the federal government, so therefore it's probably much higher. Your border has been completely erased and violent crime in Houston, Dallas, Austin and other Democrat-run cities is totally out of control. There's only one way to end this mag This is madness. What's happening to our country is madness. If you support the decline and fall of America, then vote for the radical left Democrats. If you want our country to fail, vote Democrat. If you want to stop the destruction of our country and save the American dream, which you don't even hear too much, but two years ago you heard about it every single hour. But if you want to hear about the American dream and make it come true, as we made it come true just a little while ago, remember, two years ago we had the strongest border in the country's history. Now we have the worst border in our history. So go out and vote up and down the slate. Vote for Republicans, good, great Republicans. There is no more urgent task for the voters of Texas. And you lead the way. I mean, you're just an incredible group of people. You are tough and brave and brilliant. But for the future of our country, then to stop the invasion. You know, it's an invasion just like an army is invading us. And you have criminals coming in. That's like an army. And they... They get their arms. If they don't have the arms, they get them real fast. But they're invading our southern border. We had it stopped. Biden has allowed millions and millions of illegal aliens to storm across the border from 160 as of this moment. We have the great Tom Homan with us. We have, I asked him, how many countries, Tom? He actually said 181. We wanted to be very conservative. 160 countries, they're storming. They're storming our country. They include Syria, Somalia, Yemen, Russia, China, Iran, all of Africa. They're storming our country. They're storming our borders. We have no idea who they are, where they come from. Biden, Pelosi, the radical Democrats spend all of their time obsessing over the borders of distant foreign nations. Think of it. They talk about foreign nations. But Americans deserve a Congress and a president who will protect the borders of our nation. We deserve a government that will defend our own sovereignty, secure our own land, stand up for our own families, and protect the people of our country. It's called a very simple policy, America first. You know. I watched uh, Biden and some of the people in his administration. How dare they say America first? I said, wait a minute. It says America first. What's wrong? The greatest is when they say, we will stop MAGA. I said, do you know what MAGA means? Some of them actually don't. 
No, they don't. It means make America great again. We will stop MAGA. We're going to stop it. I saw that. They said, we're going to stop MAGA. We're going to stop the MAGA movement. I don't think they know what it means. Make America great. How do you do that? Even if you want to stop it, you just don't say you want to stop Make America Great Again. Even if you do, you just say, all you do is say, we disagree with their policies much better. We will stop MAGA. You hear that, Doc Ronnie? I don't think you'd say that. Where's Doc Ronnie? Stand up, Doc Ronnie. We love this guy. He said I was the healthiest president in history. Doc Ronnie. He said, Doc Ronnie said, oh, I just see him sitting. He's a handsome guy. His wife's actually better looking. And his kids are better looking than both of them, okay? But uh, Doc Ronnie said I was the healthiest president in history. And, in fact, I said, hey, Ronnie, you know, they're trying to say bad things like I'm crazy, like I'm this, like I'm that. They actually tried the stupid thing. That didn't last too long, hopefully. But I said, is there some kind of a test we can take, a cognitive test? which our current president should be taken, but I don't think you're going to see it. Well, there is one, sir, but it's tough. And frankly, uh, you know, it's at Walter Reed, which is incredible, by the way, an incredible hospital. And, uh, you know, it's public or it can be very easily made public. You know, in this country, they leak all over the place, even on the Supreme Court. By the way, you have to find the leaker of the Supreme Court. You have to find the leaker. You know how you find the leaker? They'll say, oh, this is treasonous, what I said. So they can't find the leaker. He leaked all about Roe v. Wade. Look, uh, this person leaked from the Supreme Court. Never happened. You know how you find? But they don't want to mention this because they think it's so terrible. You take the writer because you're never going to find it. They're going through phone records. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now.
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Records. It's been a long time. You take the writer and or the publisher of the paper, a certain paper that you know, and you say, who is the leaker? National Security. And they say, we're not going to tell you. They say, it's okay, you're going to jail. And when this person realizes that he is going to be the bride of another prisoner very shortly, he will say, I'd very much like to uh, tell you exactly who that leaker is. It was Bill Jones. I swear he's a leaker. And we got him. But they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. But that's the only way you're going to find. We have to find. Can you imagine they leak out of the Supreme Court? Never happened. A thing like that never happened before. You have to get the writer and you have to tell the writer, look, here's the story. The National Security, you have to do this. And the publisher, too. Or the top editors. Just think, this year more Americans will die of fentanyl and drug overdose than the number of Ukrainians killed in a gruesome and bloody war. Yet Biden and the radical Democrats do nothing to stop the death and devastation that we have happening right here at home. They've deliberately surrendered our border to vicious coyotes and drug smugglers. I mean, these drug smugglers, the smuggler, a smuggler is a vicious, horrible, oftentimes very smart person. And what we do is we set up blue ribbon committees composed of some nice dilettantes, you know, nice, gentle people. Tell us about what to do about the coyotes and the cartels and all of this. And now you have to do something very strong. It's, it's called the death penalty. And you're going to have no drug problem. You're going to have crime will go down to a level. To a level that you haven't seen, but, you know, I see the blue ribbon committees because I get many calls. Oh, I'd love to serve on the committee on coyotes, on cartels. And uh, these are not people that can do that job. They're very fine people in some cases. And some people, some people just want the publicity. But we have to get very tough on that. And if you don't do the death penalty, you know, I was with President Xi of China. Very tough. Very tough. You could go all over Hollywood if you wanted to play the role of President Xi. He just got, I guess he just got elected for life, right? Somebody said, is President Xi smart? I said, yeah, he actually is. Very smart, brilliant. And the fake news back there, there's a lot of them. The fake news. The fake news said, President Trump said the president of China, president for life of China. It's like him the king. He's the king of China, right? 1.5 billion people. He said he was smart. He might have even said he was brilliant. How dare he say that? Oh, okay. He's in charge of 1.5 billion people. They want me to say, no, he's not a smart person. It was just luck. 
But I said to him, let me ask you, do you have a drug problem in China? And he looked at me like, what the hell stupid question is that? Of course, we don't. he actually did. He said, no. He goes, no, 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 no. What's wrong? Why do you ask such a stupid question? But I said, no, you don't. You have 1.5 billion people. You have no drug problem. The only problem they have is they make the drugs and send them here, which they were stopping with me. I said, don't do that. You can't do the fentanyl. They make the fentanyl and send it through our horribly run southern border. But I said, so you don't have, right? You don't have. Why? Quick trial. What's a quick trial? I thought I knew what a quick trial was. But I said, what is it? When we catch a drug dealer, we give them a trial quickly. And if they're guilty, they get executed. And they send the bullet to the family. And they want the family to pay for the cost of the bullet. This is called not playing around. So you know what the drug dealers do? Let's get the hell out of here. They don't do it there. And they don't do it in Singapore and other countries, too. And if you want to stop the drug epidemic in this country, you better do that. And it's a hard thing to mention. It's a hard thing to talk about. And it doesn't sound nice. A lot of these uh, people back there that hate our country, they're saying, like, you know, the many of the fake news. They say, oh, that's terrible that he's talking about that. Each drug dealer over a period of their life, his or her life, will kill 500 people, Americans mostly. 500, think of it. So we have to put an end to it. And all these phony committees and all the things that we do, we're trying to play nice, but you can't play nice. These are smart, vicious, tough people, the cartels. They own now Mexico. I mean, they're running Mexico, and the president is a very good friend of mine. But it's a very tough thing happened. It's the most unsafe country anywhere in the world, Mexico. Rated number one most unsafe. Worse than Afghanistan. You believe it? Because of the drugs. And the drugs are all, most of it, are pouring right into our country. So we better get smart. And if we do something that I think most of the people in this audience want, we're going to get that done. We're going to get that done. You have no choice. Hard you know, line much stands. of our crime, Dan, I think you know this, much of our crime is caused by drugs. Even if it's not, you don't think of it as drugs, but a lot of the crime that we have, the robberies and all of the different things that's caused by drugs, mm-hmm. you end that, you end the drug situation coming into our country, you'll end 75, 80% of the crime coming into our country. So Hell we better yeah. get smart and tough and start using a little common sense, right? Not conservative, common sense. Somebody said, are you a conservative? I said, well, I am, but I'm a person with a lot of common sense. That's why we had such a successful country two years ago. Energy independent, no inflation, little things like that. Since the end of the Trump administration, the drug cartels have seen their revenue skyrocket by an astounding 2,000 Five hundred percent. If they were a Wall Street company, their stock would be through the roof from five hundred million dollars to last year, 13 billion dollars in one year. This is what they're making. The choice this November is simple. Democrats will defund the police. Republicans will defund the cartels under my leadership. We waged a very tough war on the cartels. We ended catch and release. We stopped asylum fraud. We deported illegal alien gang members by the thousands and thousands. We sent them back, got them the hell out of our country. And the other countries didn't want to take them back, but we were giving them a lot of money. I said, how much money do we give El Salvador and Honduras and these various countries? They said, sir, approximately $750 million a year. I said, that's a lot. 
So I said, what's the problem? They said, they won't take them back. They won't take MS-13 back, sir. They will not do it. They're not going to take them back, sir. They've told us no. They wouldn't do it under the Barack Hussein Obama administration. Barack they wouldn't Hussein do it. Obama. <laughs> they wouldn't do it. So I said, uh, that's when I said, how much do we pay them? You know what they do when we fly in with a plane? They put planes on the runway so that we couldn't land. When the buses came in, they'd stop them at the border, send them back to They didn't want their MS-13 people back, even though they came from various places. So I said, here's what you do. We give them $750 million a year. Uh, tomorrow, put out a statement. Or today, I think I said today, like this afternoon, put out a statement that we're not paying them anymore. We're not paying them anymore. And we did. And uh, the following morning, I got a call from the three primary countries and Guatemala, Honduras, El Salvador. Uh, President, uh, we understand you're unhappy. I said, we, you know, well, you won't take MS-13 back, Uncle Sam. Look at Uncle Sam. Stand up, Uncle Sam. He's the greatest. They're trying to cancel Uncle Sam. You know that, right? Uncle Sam is no longer politically correct. You're always going to be politically correct. No, they want to cancel. But they said, President, uh, we understand you're unhappy. I said, yeah, you won't take back the people that you send. Because they send them. They don't just come. They send them. They make it easy for them. They send them. Don't be stupid. They keep their good people. They fight like hell that the good people don't leave. The bad people, they say, send them to the stupid people at the United States. They'll take them. And you see what they're doing, what they're building for them? They're living better than our soldiers. They're living better than our veterans. They're living better than the people in our country. They're building things that are beautiful. But they said, we hear you have. I said, look, here's the story. You're not getting any more money. You're not getting anything. What you're doing to us, and then you don't let us send them back. We, the people of ICE, the people of ICE are incredible. The Border Patrol is incredible. All of the law enforcement is incredible. I said, you won't take them back. And they said, this is going on for 10 years. You're not taking them back. So they come in here. You won't allow them back. And you know what? I think you're very smart in doing that. But here's the story. We're not paying you $750 million a year. President, may we call you back in 10 minutes? Absolutely. Calls me back. in President, we've decided that it would be an honor to take MS-13 back to our country. It would be a great, great honor. We will take them back, sir, and we will do it. Please. I mean, they build new airports if we needed it. So this is what happens. We have people that just don't know what the hell they're doing. It's uh, so sad to watch what's happening to our country. Our country has never been so low. It's a laughing stock all over the world. We built hundreds of miles of border wall, and despite two and a half years of Democrat lawsuits, they tried to stop it. I won all of the lawsuit. We finished the first phase of the wall. Then I said, let's add some more. We added 200 miles more, and we would have had more than that. And that's when I got the distinct impression that they were actually serious about not wanting to close up the border because they refused. In fact, Texas wanted to finish up the wall and they wouldn't let them use the wall that was already built and sitting there ready to be installed. In three weeks, the additional wall that I didn't even say we were going to do, but we needed it, was going to be built. The wall is why we had the best numbers in the history of our country. We had very few people relatively coming in, and we really stopped human trafficking to a large extent that we stopped drugs. But we're proud to be joined tonight by two rock-solid defenders of America's sovereign borders. And this guy is an amazing guy. He's a friend of mine. And the people that work with him at the top and everybody in there is just incredible. President of the National Border Patrol Council, Mr. Brandon Judd. He's fantastic. 
Where's Brandon? Come here. Come here. Get up here, Brandon. And also, these, they're so important. And you know, they're heroes and they get treated very badly. Oh, but I get treated worse than anybody in history. So I got like 400 investigations. A friend of mine said, you are the most honest person in history. Why? He said, you've been under investigation for five, six, seven years. They got nothing. Okay? They got nothing. They looked at 11 million pages of documents. They got nothing, these people. They're a bunch of bad people. They've weaponized. They've weaponized this stuff. It's terrible. But Brandon Judd has done an incredible job. And uh, another person that, is, I mean, this guy is Brandon. This guy is central casting. Tom Homan, acting director of ICE. There was nobody better, tougher, or smarter when it came to the border. And all they had to do, all Biden had to do, is just say, he, all he had to do is go to the beach. He could have stayed in Delaware even. He could have stayed in his basement like he did during the campaign. He could have stayed because the border was in great shape and only getting better. And Tom Homan, come up wherever you are, Tom Homan. And Brandon, say a couple of words, please. You got to love the business mind. You have to love that. Nobody in the history brought a business mind to the White House. He cut through the bureaucracy. He cut through all of the BS, the red tape. He implemented policies immediately. It didn't take years. It didn't take months. It took days. And those policies saved your lives, your children's lives, your grandchildren's lives, your friends' lives, your neighbors' lives. That's what he did. And that's what we hope you're going to do again. Thank you. Well, look, I think I told you earlier during my speech, I was pretty clear. <laughs> president Trump was one badass president. Yes, he was. Yes. The baddest. As in good. Bad as in good. You know, I've been, yes. I, I joined the board until 1984. I've enforced immigration law for over 34 years. I worked for six different presidents. No president did more to secure our border than President Trump. That's right. Bottom line. And I'll share with you what I told the president a few weeks ago in Las Vegas. He comes back, I come back. Tom Homan coming back. That's a good deal. Good stuff. I'll tell you one thing, the problem will end on day one. So, Tom and Brandon, we thank you and we salute every hero of ICE and Border Patrol and law enforcement generally. I took a lot of pictures back there with your sheriffs and we had some incredible conversations the law enforcement of this country is great we have to let them do their job they will straighten it out they're incredible people we have to protect them too we have to help them thanks to the open borders policies of the radical democrats every day texas communities suffer the spilling of innocent blood and the killing of innocent life like you've never seen before it's never happened anywhere near what's happening now the numbers are higher than they've ever been by far just a few days ago, an illegal alien in McGregor, Texas, was charged with the savagely murdering a 38-year-old woman and her two teenage children, beautiful children. Awful. And then continuing his deadly rampage in the house 
next door. Then he went to another one and another one before he was caught. He was massacring helpless people, including a 47-year-old woman and her precious 20-year-old daughter, a beautiful daughter, who was studying to become a doctor, doing really well top of her class, before driving down the street wildly firing gunshots, wounding yet another innocent victim, was finally caught. And let's see what happens. Let's see what happens, because they catch him now, and then they release him, the Democrats. In El Paso this month, three illegal aliens were arrested for the brutal murder of a 28-year-old man after shooting him multiple times and dumping his body on the side of the road. And last year in Harris County, two illegal alien MS-13 animals were convicted of kidnapping three teenage girls, raping them, and sadistically murdering the 15-year-old girl oh. in a horrific, satanic ritual. When the Republicans retake control of Congress, we must immediately force the restoration of every single Trump border security. We have Trump border security measures. We want every one of those measures, every one of those beautiful, powerful, and very fair measures that achieved the strongest border in history, we want them put back in place. Instead of doubling the number of IRS agents who are allowed to carry guns. Okay, so we have 87, 88,000. They're allowed to carry guns, and yet they want to terminate your Second Amendment, including Beto O'Rourke. He wants to knock out your Second Amendment. But instead of the 87, 88,000 IRS agents gun carrying, we should double the number of ICE and Border Patrol agents. Double them. Quickly. Right? And we should pass emergency funding to give our Texas border communities the security, resources, and help they so dearly deserve. You know, the border, the border is an amazing thing. I got a call from the governor on election evening late and he said you know you did something that we never thought was possible so what's that he said you won every border town every single border town with the hispanics you won every single one and we got to control that border he said that hasn't happened since the civil war can you believe that he said that hasn't happened it's such an honor we started this whole thing and now it's really a really Picking up steam in Florida, they gave me the Bay of Pigs Award. That was a big deal, actually, the Bay of Pigs. They didn't give it to a Democrat. They gave it to Trump. Our support for strong border security is one of the major reasons why Hispanic Americans are joining our movement by the millions and millions and millions. In 2020, I was honored to earn the highest percentage of Latino votes of any Republican in decades, really decades. Decades, I think, right, Ronnie? And I became the first Republican to win Zapata County in a hundred years. Zapata. hundred years. But it's true. Uh, that's a great honor. These are great people. These are hardworking people. And you know what they want? They want security. Very yeah. entrepreneurial people. They really, they really are... They're becoming a real part of the Republican Party. It's incredible. This has all happened over the last few years. The Republican Party is now the proud home of a new generation of Hispanic leaders like Cassie Garcia. Where is she? Cassie Garcia. Cassie. 
Monica De La Cruz. A real star, Myra Flores. Who recently became the first Republican ever to win her congressional district on the border. First ever. She's fantastic. Smart. All of them. To every Hispanic American in Texas, Arizona, and all across our land, we welcome you to our party and to our movement with open, open, beautiful, strong arms. So I want to thank you all. Because together we will make America great and glorious again. Among our first and most crucial tasks is to make America safe again. We can't have a great country if we're not safe. If people walk down the street and they get slugged from behind by some maniac. Under the radical left Democrats, the streets of our cities are ruled by bloodthirsty gangs and violent criminals like never before. Nobody's ever seen anything like this. Austin set an all-time record. For homicides, last year, an all-time record, not even close, by the way, and the number of Hispanic murder victims nationwide is up 40% plus. They think it's at least 40%. With the Republican Congress, we must also pass critical funding to hire thousands more police officers nationwide to put violent criminals behind bars and keep them behind bars for a long time. We have to protect our police death penalty if you kill a police person. Death penalty. We need to leave our police alone and let them do their job. If you want safety for your family and security for your community, you need to know every Democrat out of all you have to get them out. You have to you have to know that every Democrat is against the things that the people here tonight. And this is an incredible crowd. The people here tonight. And that's two days, two days notice. Two days notice. Can you it's happening like this all over the country, by the way, in all fairness, all we were in Michigan, Arizona. We were all over, all over the country, Nevada. We have massive crowds, everyone. We're, we give them like two days notice that we have thousands and thousands of people show up. But we want you to vote straight Republican up and down the ballot. One of the worst and most sinister aspects of the Biden administration is the complete and total corruption of our justice system and the rule of law. Before our very eyes, Biden and his left wing handlers are turning America into a police state. And I don't even think it's Biden, to be honest with you. But they got some bad people around. Like something straight out of a communist country. See, I used to say socialist, but we skipped socialism. We don't talk about that. I don't even mention it anymore. We're not socialists anymore. We're communists. We've gone over socialism. We're gone. It's over. It's communist. They're talking about communists. It's a communist system that we're putting up with right now. The radical Democrats are locking up pro-life activists, persecuting their political opponents, spying on their political rivals, silencing dissent and using the full force of government, law enforcement and the media to try and crush our movement. And let me tell you, the media is a big problem because they're corrupt and dishonest. an example, all you have to do is look this week. The FBI paid $200,000 to one of its informants to help them obtain bogus FISA warrants against me and peddle 
the fake Russia hoax. Remember that? The little thing called fake. You notice nobody Ooh. talks about it? And yet they gave out the Pulitzer Prize for reporting on the Russia hoax, okay? Reporting on Russia, Russia, Russia. So you have reporters from the Washington Post and New York Times that got Pulitzer Prizes, and they reported the exact wrong thing. So within the next two weeks, we're suing the Pulitzer organization yeah. to have those prizes taken back. Good stuff. That's a great idea. Sue the hell out of them. We'll be doing that over the next two weeks. I think it's a very good lawsuit, but we'll see. But uh, we're, we're think of it. They got the Pulitzer Prize for wrong reporting. But other people should have gotten the Pulitzer Prize because, frankly, they got it right for years. And they don't do Pulitzer Prizes for guys like Sean Hannity, but they should, by a different name. And Tucker Carlson and Janine Pirro. And Laura, and so many different people, but they don't get anything. They give Pulitzer Prizes to the people that got it wrong. Remember this, by allowing these people that got Russia, Russia, Russia wrong, they're actually libeling me because they're saying they got it right. And it turned out to be a hoax, and everybody now has admitted it was a hoax. Even the Times and even the Washington Post, they said it's a hoax. So if it's a hoax then let them give the Pulitzer Prizes back or take them back. They shouldn't be allowed to keep them. The FBI even offered, you saw this one last week, $1 million found out by John Durham to the author of the fake dossier. How about that fake dossier? You think it was great when I had to go home that night? Not so good. I'm sure you don't know what I'm talking about. That was not the greatest. Oh, Comey, who's the worst, Comey came in and told me. He came in, sir, they said this, so they said that. I didn't care about most of it. I didn't like the, uh, the, the one thing, the golden you-know-what. I didn't like that. <laughs> the golden shower. But our great Fake first news. lady said, that's one I don't believe, because he said, germ freak. I don't believe that. <laughs> but they offered $1 million to the author of the fake dossier, Christopher Steele, a real lowlife to corroborate his false story. They wanted it corroborated. They'll give him, think of that, they'll give him a million dollars if he will say that we corroborate these facts are true. But he couldn't do it because they were untrue. And it was all against me. This is what I've been fighting. Can you believe this? What the hell kind of a life? I used to have such a nice life. What the hell did I do? We got these maniacs that are looking to destroy our country. Right, Doc Ronnie? They're looking to destroy our country. Look, they're not stupid people. Well, some are, actually, but they're not stupid people. So they can only, I mean, either they're stupid or they're looking to destroy. Because who wants this stuff to happen? Who wants this to happen? Who wants to have open borders? Who wants to have no voter ID? Who wants to have, they don't want anybody... Talking about whether or not you're a citizen when they go into vote. No citizenship verification. They don't want anybody. Who wants this? Not even Democrats want it. If you poll it, not even Democrats want it. It's a, it's a shame. So I don't believe they're stupid. So therefore, they're trying to destroy our country because it can only be one of those two things. Every freedom-loving American needs to understand the time to stand up to this growing tyranny is right now. It's right now. we got to do it. Just do it.
January 6th Committee of Unselect, Unselect Political Thugs. You know, you know, January is the Unselects. I never got any credit. I think that was one of the great names, Unselects. They're Unselect. It's supposed to be, you know, there's a, the Select Committee of Political, you know. By the way, how did Liz Cheney do it? She lost by 40 points. And then the corrupt press, they say, Liz Cheney, we believe, has a great future in politics. She lost by 40 points. The single biggest margin a congressman or woman has ever lost by in history. And then they say, we feel she has a fine future in politics. I don't think so. But January, so all she does is January. She's like obsessed. So here and uh, Kinzinger crying. He cries every time he talks. He cries. These are the people we have. But remember this. January 6th, this committee, the two things they didn't talk about, two things, was that the people went down there and you could have had over a million people. stood up. I said, oh, we have protesters. <laughs> and you know what? They are protesting. They're protesting what's taking place in our country, and it's so bad and so wrong. It That's is right. a protest. Yeah. Every single day. So the unselect committee of political hacks and thugs, and they're all hacks, the same people that did Russia, 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 you know, uh, shifty shift. Shifty Adam Schiff, what a what a sleazebag he is. <laughs> and all these people, the same people that did the Russia hoax. And then when they realize it's a hoax, they realize they do from the beginning. They made it up. It was all made up. But when they get caught, a couple of days go by, then they start the Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. They start the Mueller deal. They start, these are the same people. These people are sick. They should spend time on trying to make our country great. Not this yes. crap. Yes. All they do is investigate. We're like a, a nation that's... All we do is investigate. And frankly, if that ever started, 
boy, would they be in trouble because if they what they've done, what they've done in so many ways, including what they've done to our country to destroy our country. But remember this, and I'm going to get off the subject, but January 6th, January 6th, January 6th was caused because of a crooked, stolen election. And they don't even talk about it during the January 6th committee hearings. Never even discussed. So they don't discuss that. And what's the second thing they don't discuss? Nancy Pelosi is in charge of security in the Capitol. Ronnie knows this better than anybody. There he is. And they don't discuss it at all because they said, hands off, we're not going to discuss that. I authorized from 10 to 20,000 troops, should they need them four days, three days earlier. Nancy Pelosi didn't like the look. And she decided not to do it. They never discussed that. And they never discussed voter fraud, which is the reason that maybe over a million people. That's the you ever see a picture. They don't show the pictures of the crowd, the crowd that we spoke before, the crowd that I and other great patriots spoke before. They never talk about that. And they never talk about the fact that Nancy Pelosi refused to use the military. And they didn't need 10,000 to 20,000. If they had 500 people, it would have been more than enough. And January 6th would not have been January 6th as we know it. They never talk about it. And they sent me a subpoena the other day. They sent me a subpoena. Think of it. These crooked people. These crooked people. And the only thing they don't invest, they don't want to do investigate the only thing they don't want to do they won't investigate was the corruption that took place in that election which was massive and the facts are all there we have so many for every single swing state you take a look and most of the people in this audience know it because you know a lot more and these people back there they don't want to cover it and that's the problem that we have with our country right now because the fake news will not even talk about it and if you talk about it if you're an anchor like Lou Dobbs who's great if you're an anchor and you know it's right and you talk about it you lose your job you get fired it's a disgrace If you want to save your rights and liberties, you have to start by dealing a crushing rebuke to the radical left maniacs that we're dealing with in this election. These are maniacs. That's right. right. For six straight years, the witch hunts, hoaxes, abuses have been coming fast and furious, mostly aimed at me. Isn't that nice? What a wonderful life. Our great first lady said, what a wonderful job. This is so lovely. Every day you get a subpoena. If I fly over, a Democrat stayed in my little plane that we flew over you. Did you see that? (laughs) Right, my man? If we fly over a Democrat state, I get a grand jury subpoena. I said, what happened? What did you do? Sir, uh, they're investigating you. You flew over the state. They think something's up. They've been looking at me for a long time, Dr. Ronnie. I'll tell you what. They found nothing. They have found one thing, I will say. They found that I, like you, am a great patriot. That's what they found. There we go. Yes, absolutely. It's a disgrace what's going on. Like the boxes hoax. Have you looked at the boxes hoax, okay? This is a new one. The boxes, you know. Mar-a-Lago. Have you seen the last five or six presidents, what they did? They took it. They're in Chinese laundries. They're stored. 
They're in storage houses where the windows and doors are broken. It's a disgrace. But if your name's Trump, you have to take a look at it. Read Greg Jarrett's piece. It's a disgrace what's going on in our country. So first we learned they spied on my campaign. Could you imagine if we spied on, let's say, Obama's campaign? Okay? Let's say we spied. They would reinstitute the death penalty. <laughs> With me, it's, uh, well, I don't know. With us, they call it a conspiracy theory. No, they spied on our campaign. And we caught them. Remember a long time ago, I put out, you know, they spied on my campaign. And everyone said, what a horrible thing to say. If that ever happened to Obama or a Democrat, forget about Biden. Don't even talk about Biden. Any Democrat. If that ever happened, it would be the biggest story in history. Think of it. They spied on a president's campaign, including for a period of time when he was in the White House. That's the biggest story of our time. And these crooked reporters don't want to even talk about it. Then they lied to Congress many times. You know, Comey and all those guys, they lied to Congress. You know that many times. And then they lied to the FISA court many, many times. And they created a fake dossier that was done and paid for by crooked Hillary Clinton, the Democrats, a Democratic National Committee. It was all paid for by the Democrat Party, the Democrat National Committee, and crooked Hillary. And yet after all of that, these same people, they come after me. They spied on my campaign. They come after me. And we have attorney generals that didn't have the courage to do what they had to do because he didn't want to be impeached. Please don't impeach me. You know how he doesn't get impeached? To say, oh, I think the election was perfect. It was so wonderful. Check out Detroit. Check out Philadelphia. Check out Atlanta. It's a disgrace. No, it's a disgrace. That's why when I hear about Ken Paxton and I see Ken Paxton, Ken Paxton shouldn't even have a race. He's done such a great job. He shouldn't even have a race. Stand up, Ken. Where the hell are you, Ken? <laughs> he shouldn't even have a race. I would have been proud to have him in the White House. He wouldn't have done that. How do you not get impeached? They wanted to impeach our Attorney General. How do you not get impeached? All you do is say, oh, the election was wonderful. Then they say, we're not impeaching this guy. Man, we just hit pay dirt. Remember, it was Russia, Russia, Russia. Ukraine, 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 and then the Mueller witch hunt where the conclusion was no collusion. You think Biden could say that? I don't think so. The conclusion. No. Think of that. The conclusion was no collusion. <laughs> that would be a tough one. If they wrote that for Biden, that would be the end of their job. <laughs> He'd still be trying to figure it out. And then they had impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the censorship of the Biden family corruption story as Russian disinformation by the FBI and Facebook. So the FBI goes up to Facebook and to other media, people back there, and says that the laptop from hell was Russian disinformation, even though no, they knew it was untrue. This is what we're dealing with. And nothing's going to happen to them. Nothing happens to them. It's a disgrace. Our country is very sick. And that made a 17-point difference, they say, according to John McLaughlin and...
Tony Fabrizio and a lot of the great pollsters had made from 10 to 17 points, but it made a tremendous difference. Didn't matter. We got more votes than we needed anyway. They just cheated. They would have figured a way to cheat that, too. That's why we have to be careful with this selection that they're not allowed to cheat. They cannot be allowed to cheat again. And then it was the unselect committee of political hacks and thugs and also appalling misconduct by the racist and incompetent New York State Attorney General. She's incompetent. Letitia Peekaboo James, who is presiding over record numbers of murders, rapes, drug deals, and every other form of crime in our once great New York State, but only spends her time going after me. Let's go after Trump. I have, we have this woman, Peekaboo James, she goes out, she runs on getting Trump. I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. She doesn't know anything about me. She just sees my name. In the, I'm going to get him. Years and years, and yet you have people being murdered in the street. And there was no crime. I did nothing wrong. But you have people murdered on the street. You have drug dealers all over. And she couldn't care less. She's the worst. So we'll see what happens there with her election. I hear she's losing. Wouldn't that be amazing if she lost? And I hear Lee Zeldin is winning because you know what? The people of New York, just like the people in Texas and everywhere else, you're tired of crime. You don't want crime. You want to have low taxes. You want to have great education. You want to have a strong military. You want to have all the things that people with common. You know what you want? You want voter ID. You know what you really want? You want paper ballots and same day voting with voter ID. Otherwise, you'll never get it straight. If you don't do that, France just had an election, 36 million people. That's a big nation. 36 million people voted by paper. They voted same day. And they have voter ID. And by 11 o'clock in the evening, there was a winner. There was a loser. Everyone went home and they said, let's get them next time. But if you don't go to paper ballots and if you don't go to voter ID and if you don't go to same day voting, these things that take place over 48 days, Sir, we have boxes stored in a storage room. Oh, where are they? Oh, well, they haven't been. We haven't seen them for a while, Mike, have we, those boxes? Where are they right now? They seem to have disappeared, but we're going to get them back. We'll find them. 48 days of voting. Do you ever see anything so crazy? We have a corrupt country. We have a horrible border. And we have really sick elections. And nobody, one thing you've learned a lot from me, you've learned about those things, borders, and elections. And I can't tell you which is worse, and I can't actually tell you which is more important. I think elections might even be more important than the border. Because if you get the right people, you'll solve the border problem. The radical left thinks by doing all these wicked and venomous things, they are making us weaker. But actually, they are making us stronger and more united than ever before. They're coming after me because I'm fighting for you, and that is true. Thank you, darling. Thank you. I'm glad you weren't protesting. This is a nice group. That was very well done. I didn't know what the hell happened. This group. What a great group of people. Where are you from? Where? That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you.
we have to save our country. It's nice to say we love Trump. We have to save our country. By the way, I'm speaking to this group here. They stood up. It was so beautiful, actually. It was actually a beautiful moment. They're too smart to say bad things. It's too dangerous in this group to say bad things. You notice we don't have much of that. I haven't had that in two years. They used to, at the beginning, they'd stand up. We don't like you. The poor guys thought it was terrible. Then I always got blamed, remember? But we haven't had that. You know, this country is really united. We have much more. It's not even close than 50 percent. I'm telling you, we have this country. And the country was really united. And I'm talking left and right. When we turned it around prior to COVID, we had every single group doing better than it had ever done in history. The country had done better than it had ever done in history. And people from the radical left were calling me to get together. I said, you know, because some people say to me and I say to them, it would be great if we could unite everyone, the right and the left and everybody. And I never knew that it was going to be possible. But prior to. Our horrible, horrible gift that came out of the Wuhan labs of China, prior to China and the, the dust that they sent over. What a disgrace. And we're going to someday that's going to we're going to do something because what happened, what they've done to the world. Forget about 60 trillion dollars in damage. They cannot afford that, by the way, just so you know. But prior to that coming in, our country. African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, Asian-Americans, women, men, kids with a high school diploma, kids without a high school diploma, first in your class at the Wharton School of Finance, MIT, Harvard, people that didn't get a college diploma, every single group without even one, nobody. Everybody has, was doing better than ever before by a lot. And I was getting calls from the radical left. Can we get together? And then that horrible thing happened. The China virus, I call it, because I want to be accurate. Not COVID-19. COVID-19, where does that come from? COVID, where does that come from? The China virus came in, and then we had to redo it again. And we did an incredible job with Operation Warp Speed and all of the things and the therapeutics. We did an incredible job. And when that horrible, fake, disgusting election took place, that was a horrible election. And by the way, much easier to concede than do what I do and you do and all of us do. But we can't let this stuff happen to our country. We're not going to have a country. And when that result took it and they took over, think of it. And remember, he was going to say, oh, we're going to have the uh, vaccine out. We're going to have all this stuff done. It can take only a... I mean, more people died in that first year of him than under us. And it was getting much better. But think of it. With all of the things that happened, everything that happened, the stock market was higher when I handed it over than it was before, just prior to the China virus coming in to our country. Think of that. We gave an unbelievable country back. And now our country is being destroyed. Energy is a disaster. Crime is a disaster. The border is a disaster. Our military is going woke. Our military is getting to be an embarrassment. And great people are leaving our military. And great people are leaving our law enforcement, too. To every citizen who is appalled by the radical left's lawlessness and corruption, this election is your chance to make your voice heard. You have to do it. You have to do it. With your vote, 
You can reject left-wing tyranny and proudly declare that America will always remain a free country. Got to be a free country. Tell you what, we're really on the borderline. I used to say during the 2016 election, well, we didn't do as well as the other one, frankly. But I used to say that if we don't get this right, we're going to be Venezuela on steroids. And that's where we're going. We're right now going to be soon Venezuela on steroids. You can take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in less than two years. Let's take a look. By the way, we have a little video. Take a look at this. How would you say your mental focus is? It's focused. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's. I, I haven't. Look. Let's get ready to <laughs> I think it's a right for people to have bad health care. A true international average of pressure. God, not good. Well, I can't believe I said that. America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, foot. <laughs> Of course, that was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. Wait, 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 wait. All men and women created by the go. You know the, you know the thing. If it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to. Anyway. <laughs> we went for two reasons. One, to. <laughs> my, my, uh, the guy who runs that outfit over there. Uh, I've had a couple Washington's. But the nature, not Representative Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was, she was going to be here. Um, uh, um. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that. Thank you for tolerance and listening to me. I appreciate it very much. What? <laughs> Said thing. You know, I, I looked, I went through a list of the leaders, most of whom I know, and some I know very well, and any country you want to talk about. Those leaders are at the top of their game. They are at the top of their game. They're sharp, they're smart, they're tough, and they're for their country. It's their country first. And with us, it has to be our country first. But we have to have people that know what they're doing. They don't believe what's going on. I think the really ones that have respected us over the years, over the years, the ones that really think like America, they're smart. I'll tell you what, they respected us two years ago. They respected us like they never respected us. There was no games. 
Ukraine would have never happened. Inflation would have never happened. Energy prices would have never happened like they are. But they respected our nation. All of these things that we're looking at were self-made. They were unnecessary to happen. And what's going on now is so sad. But uh, the other leaders, they think that we're playing because they respected us for so many years. But especially in the last four or five years prior to this disaster happening. And they think we're playing four dimensional chess. Does that make sense? They say there's no way this is happening. That country is too smart. It's four dimensional. President Xi probably has a meeting and he says, wait a minute. This can't be possible. They're too smart for that. It's four-dimensional chess. Does anyone know what that means? I know what that means. They, you know what it means? They can't believe what the hell is going on with our country. Under my leadership, we had for the first time American energy independence and also very low prices. And even energy dominance. We were going to dominate the entire world on energy. And we were bigger than Russia and Saudi Arabia combined within a very short period of time. We're going to be dominant now Biden is begging and pleading with OPEC, but instead of increasing production, they're cutting it off. Think of it. Oil has reached an all-time high. Let's not go for oil anymore. And we have more than anybody. We gave you the largest tax cuts and regulation cuts in American history. By contrast, the Radical Democrat Congress passed one of the largest tax hikes in American history. It was the largest tax hike, I believe, in American history. Under the Trump administration, we had the greatest economy in the history of the world with no inflation. Biden and the Democrat Congress created the worst inflation in 50 years, 9.1%, but it's much higher than that. You see your bills, it's much higher. I rebuilt our military, including our nuclear capability, which hopefully we'll never have to use and the creation of Space Force, first time since Air Force, 79 years. 79 years ago, we did Air Force. This was Space Force, new branch, and it's turning out to be very, very powerful and important. They surrendered our strength and turned Afghanistan into the greatest humiliation our country has ever had. And now we have a war between Russia and Ukraine with potentially hundreds of thousands of people dying that would never, ever, ever in a million years have happened if I were president. And in addition to that, the oil prices would have been low enough that they wouldn't have been able to afford the war. But we didn't even need that. He would have, Putin would have never done it. I know him well. The election was rigged and stolen, and now our country is being destroyed. I ran twice. I won twice. And did much better the second time than I did the first. Yep. Getting millions more votes in 2020 than we got in 2016. And likewise, getting more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far. And now, in order to make our country successful, safe and glorious again, I will probably have to do it again.
much, everyone. But first, we have to win a historic victory for the Republican Party this November. Right here in Texas, you have the opportunity to defeat a man who is against God, guns, and oil. That's pretty bad. Texas, we're talking about God's gun, guns, and oil. Beto O'Rourke. Beto is another beauty. <laughs> beauty. He will abolish oil, abolish our borders, and abolish your Second Amendment. That's what it is. Remember when he got up and he was pandering to the Democrats and he said he's going to get rid of your guns? In contrast, you have a wonderful man. He's a wonderful man. Your governor, Greg Abbott. He's strong on borders. He supports our police. And he's turned Texas into a gigantic jobs magnet. He's done a great job. So I want you to get out and vote for Greg Abbott. He's a very, very good person, a very special man. In addition, Texas needs to reelect your outstanding friend of mine, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Dan? Come on up, Dan. Dan was in charge of my campaign in Texas, and we won big. Dan has been a tireless champion for border security, and he will do whatever it takes to stop this invasion. Or ins This is really an assault, isn't it, Dan? It's an assault on Texas, but it's an assault on the United States. Dan backs the blue 100%. He personally worked to ensure that every Texas law enforcement officer is a bulletproof vest. He wants to crack down on far-left district attorneys, and he strongly resisted COVID lockdowns and mandates to keep Texas free. And when your state faced an energy crisis caused by the radical left, he showed true leadership, demanding the resignation of the entire Public Utility Commission. So I will tell you, he's an incredible guy, a wonderful man. He headed up my campaign twice in Texas. How did we do, Dan? We won. We won big. Dan Patrick will never let you down. So, Dan, please say a few words. All right. Thank you, Mr. President. After Hurricane Harvey, within days, you were not far away here in Corpus Christi. And whether it was Harvey Relief, building a strong oil and gas industry, making crime numbers go down, securing the border, giving us the strongest economy that we have had in decades. You made the life of every one of 29 million Texans better. And Joe Biden has made the life of every Texan worse. And we do not want Joe Biden's America in Texas. Mr. President, this is your home. We love you. Thank you what you've done for Texas and America. Thank you, Dan. Good job, Dan. That's great. Great guy. Great man. Dan is running against, by the way, a Biden-loving radical Democrat named Mike Collier, who has vowed to push Texas far, far, far to the left. Not what you want for this state. Mike Collier will fight for open borders, sanctuary cities, Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi's gun control agenda, and Green New Deal-inspired energy policies, which will close up everything in Texas. It's going to be a disaster.
So Texas does not need a Biden Pelosi stooge. Lieutenant Governor, you need a great person. It's a very important, I don't know if you know, in Texas, the position of lieutenant governor is a very powerful position. A lot of, a lot of power, a lot of things happen, a lot of things are under the control of the lieutenant governor. And Dan Patrick has been absolutely incredible, strong, powerful, with a big, beautiful heart. And he's my friend. Thank you very much, Dan. Great job. Big shout out to Thank Lois you. Wilson you, from Truth Social. Lois, this I hope you're still watching. Day, you also need to get out and vote for your incredible attorney general. I know he's a little controversial, but he's tough, okay? It's okay. I mean, he's a little controversial. Probably say, oh, I wish you didn't say it. They know it already, Ken. Ken, they know it. And you know what? Being controversial is okay. It's okay. One of the reasons he's controversial, because he does things. No state attorney general in America is tougher or stronger than Ken in terms of what he does for crime and against crime. And he's a legal powerhouse. He really is. Every day Ken gets up and holds Joe Biden's feet to the fire. He does it as well as anybody there is in the country. He sued the Biden administration over the... Horrible open border policies and asylum rules that they instituted. All they had to do is leave Tom Homan's ideas alone. Tom Homan. Is Tom Homan, by the way, central casting? He's central casting. <laughs> he stood up to Biden's illegal targeting of parents at school board meetings. He's taking on big pharma like nobody else and the Marxist radicals to stop their use of puberty blockers to multitude of a multitude of minor children. Can you imagine we're even talking about it? He fights for parental rights. Can you imagine we're fighting for parental rights? Who ever heard of fighting for everybody? You have parental rights. Now, today, it's a big subject politically. It's ridiculous. And earlier this year, Ken scored a gigantic victory over the Biden administration, blocking their extreme environmental policies, including their destructive moratorium on oil and gas leasing on public lands. Remember, I used to tell you he's not telling the truth. Whenever he needed to say in debates, he'd say, oh, no, no, I'm all for oil and gas. But it turned out to be false. We got him on the last question of the second debate. I said, oh, wait a minute. I felt like Perry Mason. I said, wait a minute. He just said it. He's not... But nobody listened. Although, actually, you did. We got a lot of votes, didn't we? Huh? Got more votes than any sitting president in history. Ken is also a strong voice for election integrity. You know that. And he's running against an ultra-leftist named Rochelle Garza. Real, real beauty, that one. <laughs> Garza is an open borders fanatic who slandered the heroes of Border Patrol, calling them shameless and cowardly. I don't think we can allow that to happen. We can't allow that to happen. She opposes the border wall. She opposes my remain in Mexico. How about that? I got a policy. I got to get that done with Mexico. The great president of Mexico. He's a wonderful guy. He's a socialist, but can't have everything, right? <laughs> but I got along with him great, but we got it done. And we got a lot of things done with Mexico. We got 28,000 free soldiers. Remember that? You know how we got them, right? I said, listen. You have 28,000. I need 28,000 soldiers while we're building the wall. And the people in Mexico, the representative said, no, 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 we're not doing that, of course. And I met somebody in the State Department, a very good woman, but she's been dealing with Mexico for 25 years. She said, sir, you can't get that. They'll never do it. I've been asking for many years. I said, really? Let's see what happens. I guarantee you we'll get it. Then I gave her 10 other things that we should get because 
I went to the Border Patrol and you two guys gave me the things that you most wanted. Ten things. And they ended up making it twelve. I said, I'll get twelve too. <laughs> and frankly, the soldiers were less than some of the things we got. Is that right? So, I said, these are the twelve things we want. But we immediately want 28,000 free soldiers. And everybody in the room left. I thought I was playing games. They left. And I said, you'll give it to us. They said, no, we won't be able to give that to you, sir. 28,000 free soldiers. I said, yes, you will. You'll give it to us. And he said, no, we won't. I said, okay, here's the story. This was on a Friday. On, I said, on Monday morning, everything that Mexico sells into the United States will have a 25% tariff placed on it, including the 32% of the car business that you stole out of the United States over the last 30 years. And this representative, who is a very good man, looked at me and said, Sir, perhaps you misunderstood me. We would love to provide you with 28,000. So this is true. That's true, Doc Ronnie. We would love to provide you with those soldiers. And we did. That's why we had such good numbers. We had 28,000 soldiers, Mexican soldiers on our border as we built the border wall. And the water wall was really a big reason. The border wall and the soldiers that our numbers were the best in the history of our country. And they were only going to get better if they just left it alone. They were only going to get better. If elected Garza would make the worst border crisis in our history much, much worse. Can't be worse than it is now. I don't know how the hell we're saying that. But maybe they can make it worse. I don't know. Rochelle Garza is also a sworn enemy of election integrity. She'll lay the groundwork for the radical Democrats to steal the state of Texas. And if that happens, there will never be another Republican president in the history of our country. It won't happen. They won't give it up. They will cheat and they will steal and they will rob it. And they're not going to give it up. So we can't let that happen. So unless you want to destroy Texas and America, get out and vote for Ken Paxson. Ken, come here, Ken. Come up, Ken, please. He's a good man. Hey, so, so Mr. President, Dan, Patrick, and I were over here asking, how does this president draw a crowd year after year? Thousands of people, unlike anybody we've ever seen. And, and so I've been sitting here trying to figure it out. And, and the, the question I thought was, well, maybe it's, he's a great speaker. Well, Mr. President, that's true. You are a great speaker. But I don't think that's why everybody's here. Is it because he's a great businessman? He clearly is a great businessman. But I don't think that's why everybody's here. Maybe it's because you're a great golfer. I don't think that's why everybody's here. <laughs> this president and the people that come to see him are here because, in my opinion, you tell me if I'm right. He's done more for the American people than any president in our lifetime. Just stack up five presidents next to President Trump, and they haven't done as much as him alone. However, I have one suggestion, because it sounds like there might be a possibility that he's running for president again. Oh, announce! 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 Okay. One suggestion. He's got a great slogan. A great theme, make America great again. But if he's going to run again, maybe a little tweak could be, instead of make America great again, make America Texas. What do you think?
Make America Florida. Gaffer got me a shirt that says that. Thank you, Ken. Get out and vote for Ken. He's great. You can't have you can't have these lunatics get into office. They'll never leave. They'll never leave. We're also joined by another friend of mine, Texas Agriculture Commissioner Sid Miller. He's great. Look, Sid, stand up. He was on television before the last campaign. They said Texas is going to be close. You know why they do that. They say it's going to be close because if they can cheat enough to win, the people don't go crazy. But he said, I don't know where you come from, but I come from Texas. Texas will not be close. It's going to be a landslide for Trump. And he turned out to be right. Right, right Sid? So get out and vote for Sid. He's a fantastic guy. We have members of Congress. These are friends of mine. They've been through the wars with me, and they're incredible. Pat Fallon. Pat. Pat. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Great guy, too. Michael Cloud. Michael. Michael. Thank you, Michael. Beautiful family, Michael. A man that I love, this guy. I didn't know, was he a better admiral, doctor, or congressman, politician? I'm not sure I still, I think, I think he was better actually at being a doctor because he said he was so healthy, you know? But he said I could lose a couple of pounds and I didn't like him for that. I said, don't say that. I don't want you to say that. That made me very angry, but that was okay. He meant it. <laughs> Unfortunately, he meant it. But Ronnie Jackson is an incredible guy, an incredible man, and a great doctor, too, I tell you. Great at everything. Highly respected admiral, doctor, and congressman. How many people can say that? Which, uh, which label do you like best? If they call you a label, do you like Mr. Congressman? Do you, what do you like? He likes admiral. Let's call him admiral from now on. And a man that a little bit reminds me, another tough cookie. This guy's great, and he's become a great friend of mine. He wrote a very successful book talking about the election fraud. And he didn't hold back, and he never does. He's a real patriot who loves this state very much in our country. Troy Nels. Troy, thank you very much. He's tough cookie. He's a tough one, right, Ronnie? Good. And we love him. Thank you. The next congressman from Texas's 38th Congressional District, Wesley Hunt. Wesley, great job. They're going to have a baby in a couple of months. Good luck with that. You're going to have a baby, beautiful baby. Good luck, Wesley. State Representative Ryan Guillen. Ryan, where's Ryan? Thank you, Ryan. And somebody that's been fighting election fraud right from the beginning, Steve Toth. Where's Steve? Steve, great job. Senate candidates, the state Senate, Peter Flores, Kevin Sparks, and you know this person, Mays Middleton. Where's Mays? Very good. Good job. You're doing a good job. State Senate candidates, Adam Hinoja. Adam Hinoja. And I'm giving you my complete and total endorsement, Adam. We didn't get it out yet. Adam has my complete and total endorsement. And it was approved by Dan Patrick, so how bad can that be, right? Good, Dan. Republican, thank you very much, Adam. Good luck. I, I hear you're doing great. Republican nominee. And you know that uh, this is a great person, county judge. Connie Scott. Where's Connie? Connie Scott. Great. And Connie also tonight, 
You have my complete and total endorsement. Okay? Complete. And the great sheriff, I just met him and his incredible family, Sheriff J.C. Hooper. Thank you, sir. Great job. Central casting. He's central casting. And then Bob Jones has been so good to us. He's been so great. Bob Jones of the Bob Jones Show in Corpus Christi. Bob Jones. And an incredible patriot. The greatest purchaser of advertising in history. There's never been a man that bought ads at a better price than this guy. I mean, I don't know how much money there is in pillows, but I never saw so many ads. He's the greatest. He, by the way, he makes great product and all that stuff. But even more important to me, I want him to buy my ads. If he bought my ads, I could get 17 times more ads for the buck. He's the greatest purchaser of advertising in history. Mike Lindell. Use code RP78 at MyPillow.com. Support Mike Lindell. Support the truth. And great patron, support by the way. 78. Mike was awesome to meet in person. He was a very they, good guy. They took his phone. You know that. The FBI pulled him. They take Mike's phone. They pulled him aside. Give us your phone. We want that phone right now. Give us your phone. It's disgusting what's happening in this country. We're also honored to be joined by retired Navy fighter pilot and Pearl Harbor veteran. He's 101 years old and he oh, looks wow. better than I do. I swear he looks better than I do. <laughs> Bob Batterson. Where's Bob? Where's Thank Bob? you for your service, Bob. Let's see you. Stand up. He looks better than Trump. I didn't think he was a day over 99, I swear. He's 101. <laughs> no, he looks great. Thank you very much, Bob. That's right, Incredible. 17 times. When Republicans take back Congress this November, we'll fight for the people of Texas, and we will win for the people of Texas. We promise you, all of us, we promise you, right? One of the first things we must do is stand up for parents' rights, and we'll get the critical race theory out of our schools, out of our military. I had it out of our military. I had it out of our schools. And they came in. The first day, they signed an executive order putting it back. We'll get it out of every part of our federal, state, and local governments. And at long last, every parent in America must be empowered to opt out of the forced indoctrination in the classroom and send their child to the public, private, charter, religious, or home school of their choice. That just makes we will sense. also keep men out of women's sports. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, boy. That's so bad. You know, my people keep saying, these are people that get paid too much money. They keep saying, sir, I don't think you should talk us up politically correct. I said, keeping men out of women's sports. And, you know, I tell the story. I don't know if anybody heard it. Probably did. Should I or not? Should I tell it or not? All right. So, so, but, you know, I talk about the swimmer who we met. She's beautiful, lovely, great swimmer. And she, she fought very hard. Years and years of competition. She wants to break the record of the United States. And she's... Uh, in a meet, one sixteenth of a second, that's what she has to do. One sixteenth of a second. And she's going to do it. And she worked so hard. And the meet came. And it was great fanfare. Her parents were there. Everybody was there. They were all rooting for her. She's really talented, really good. And she stood up at the blocks. And she's ready to go. But she looked down to the left. And she saw about six young ladies that she's been competing against since before high school. Recognized all of them, said hello, hi, good luck. 
Then she looked down to the right and she saw a few people and then she saw this giant standing right next to her with a wingspan somewhat larger than Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. He was a giant. And she said to herself, I don't recognize her. This was the largest... This was the largest woman he had ever seen. She had never seen anything quite like it, but she didn't know. But, you know, because of the fact she's never heard of this person, she figured she can't swim very well, so she wasn't concerned at the size. You know, size isn't everything, right? So the meet started, and it was a horrible thing happened. You probably heard, right? She was badly injured during the meet because the person on her right, this giant person, they actually, and believe it or not, this is acceptable. It was a woman in a man's body. They call it. They say this. Can you believe I'm saying this? But it's a woman. This is acceptable. This talk is. A, but basically, this woman in a man's body went by her so fast. She was so badly hurt that the wind burn was horrible. She suffered atrocious wind, wind burn, burn because the speed that he was going was something that she's never quite experienced. And he beat the record. She wanted to beat it by one-eighth of a second. The person to her right beat it by 38 seconds. 38 seconds. And the better story is the weightlifter, a young woman lifting, and she was lifting and lifting, and she was going to break the record. The United States record. I don't know what the number was, but let's say it was about 212 pounds. She was going to lift 212 pounds over it. That's a lot. Do you think I could lift 212 pounds off my head? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They say do it. Yeah, give me, bring some weights up here. 212 pounds and she got up and she went, oh, I'm going to do it. Mom, Dad, I'm so proud of you being here. Thank you very much. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. She got up and, you know, they put an eighth of an ounce on one side, an eighth of an ounce on the other, these big barbells, and she got it up. Okay. Oh! Didn't work, okay? I don't have to go through the whole thing, right? And then this young lady came up, who was a young gentleman a short time before. And he walks up to the barbells. They said, have you lifted before? No, not much. And he looks down. He wins. He could have lifted about 150 pounds more over his head. It's crazy what's going on in our country. And do you know how bad that is for women? That disrespects women. That disrespects women. Yes. Okay? Now, when they tell me it's politically incorrect, please don't speak about it. I'm going to speak about it. And I think the people here and the people in Texas want to speak about it. Oh. No teacher should ever be allowed to teach transgender to our children without parental consent. Amen. Another one of our highest priorities under a Republican Congress will be to stop left-wing censorship and to restore free speech in America. Go out and Gotta sign happen. up, by the way, for Truth Social. Hey, did you see the Truth Social for the last four days, five days, was number one over TikTok and Twitter and everything. Number one, number one. TikTok and Twitter and these incredible women from North Carolina. How many is this? Tell me, look at these beautiful people. They're rich as hell, too. You know, they're rich women. 
They travel all over the country. They follow the Trump tour. Look at how beautiful they are. So let me and you're not supposed to say that, by the way. I'm sorry I insulted you by saying that. I hope you'll understand. You know, you're not supposed to say a woman's beautiful anymore. That's like politically totally unacceptable. But you are beautiful. So let me ask you, what number is this? How many rallies have you gone to? How much? Ninety three. Can you believe that? Ninety three. And they're all happily married. They live in beautiful homes. So are your husbands okay with this deal that you're doing? Uh, think of that. Think of that. You're great. Thank you very much. It's an honor. It's an honor. Really a great honor. 93. We'll have a celebration when we break 100, right? Okay? Thank you very much. It's so great. And everywhere the Republican Party has the chance, we must pass critical election integrity reforms, including universal voter ID, Citizenship confirmation. Can you imagine? We'd like to confirm that you're a citizen. We don't want to give you that. There's only one reason they don't, because they cheat. Otherwise, they'd have no problem with it. No more fake drop boxes. No private money pouring into our local election offices. $416 million from Facebook. And ultimately, we need same-day voting. You know that. No, just all we want is paper ballots, the old-fashioned way. That's the way you're going to stop. Would you agree with that, Mike? That's the way you're going to stop it. It's the only way. We don't need satellites sending the signals all over the place. Somebody votes. Let's see. I'm going to vote for Trump. I love Trump. I'm going to vote for Trump. Trump. Bing, bing, bing goes all over the world. Bum, bum, bum. Comes back Biden. How did that happen? We are just 17 days away from the most important midterm election in American history, and we need a landslide so big that the radical left cannot rig it or steal it. We have to have it big. Early voting begins this Monday, October 24th, but far better than voting by mail-in ballot. We don't like mail-in ballots. What you do is you go out and vote on Election Day. It's better. And a lot of people fight me, sir, supposing there's a hurricane, supposing there's bad weather. Well, you're just much better off. It's harder to cheat when you do it that way. And they cheat like dogs. So try and look, it's better than not voting. But you don't want to send it in that way. You want to go out on Election Day and just storm those places. But whatever you do, go out and vote. And if you care about election integrity volunteer as an election worker poll watcher yep. or challenger we need you because they do that they have all these people a lot of them are thugs you know a lot of them are hired thugs where they threaten our people you know that right we had in pennsylvania we had thugs telling people to get the hell out of here you get out of here and it was a terrible thing this is the year we're going to take back the house we're going to take back the senate we're going to take back america and in 2024, most importantly, we are going to take back our magnificent White House. We're going to take it back. Yes, we will. Together, we'll fight for more jobs for American families, fair trade for American workers, and more American factories forging more products stamped with that beautiful phrase. You know what it is? Made in the USA. Made in the USA. It's a beautiful phrase. We'll shut down Biden's border disaster, reinstitute our strong remain in Mexico policy. How about getting that? Remain in Mexico instead of the United States. Isn't that nice? You think that was easy? No. They ended it as soon as they could. And then we won in court. 
but they want to end it. Strengthen the patriots of ICE and Border Patrol. And we will again end catch and release. We will end chain migration. We will end the visa lottery. We will end illegal immigration once and for all. Look, once and for all, we're going to end it. And you're going to come into our country. You're going to come in legally. We want people to come into our country. They have to come in legally. We will stop the crime wave in Democrat-run cities. We will give our police the power they need and the respect they deserve. And we will not take legal protection away from our police. We want to take, they want to take legal protection so that somebody can sue a police officer and tell him to go out and hire a lawyer. That's just what he wants is a lawyer. We will restore law and order in America. We will hold China accountable for the unleashing of the virus upon the world. We will defend our Constitution. We will defend the Second Amendment. And we will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools. And we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. Always. Our great American flag. In conclusion, our MAGA movement, make America great again. Remember that. Make America great again. That's what it stands for. Is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country. There's never been anything like this. And if I was telling a little fib, they would have me on the front page of every newspaper. They've never even challenged the greatest in history. Look what we've done. Together, we're standing up against some of the most menacing forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. Despite great dangers outside, these are outside dangers that are tremendous. Our biggest threat remains the sick, sinister, and evil people from within our country. But no matter how big or powerful the corrupt, radical left Democrats that we are fighting against may be, you must never forget, this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. This nation belongs to you. This is your home. This is your heritage. And our American liberty is your God-given right. From Houston to Austin, from Dallas to El Paso, from College Station to Corpus Christi, and from the Red River to the Rio Grande, the people of Texas live and breathe the fierce spirit of independence. The Lone Star State has always embraced the cause of American freedom like no other, like no other. This is the state where William Travis, James Bowie, and Davy Crockett, the great Davy Crockett, made their last stand at the Alamo, the beautiful Alamo. This is the state where a small band of patriots at the Battle of Gonzales, armed with a single cannon, stared down a foreign army and declared, come and take it, right? Come and take it. Come and take it. Come Just on. Just try. Come and take it. And Texas is the state where generations of farmers and ranchers, sheriffs and lawmen, cowboys, cattle hands, prospectors, pioneers helped build up the greatest nation in the history of the world.
But now, we are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in 50 years. And where the stock market finished the worst first half of the year since 1872. Likewise, we are a nation that has the highest energy costs in its history. We are no longer energy independent or energy dominant as we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela, Saudi Arabia, and many others for oil. Please, please, please help us, Joe Biden says. Yet we have more liquid gold right under our feet than any other country. We are a nation that is consumed by the radical left's Green New Deal. Yet everyone knows that the Green New Deal will lead to our destruction. We are a nation whose leaders are demanding all electric cars, even though they can't go far, cost too much, and whose batteries are produced in China with materials only available in China when an unlimited amount of gasoline is available inexpensively in the United States, but not available in China. We are a nation that ended oil exploration and production in the United States, just as the price of oil reached an all-time high. What other country would do such a thing? We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment anywhere in the world. And we are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people. And it will only get worse. It would never have happened with me as your commander in chief. And for four straight years, it didn't happen. And China with Taiwan is next. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've got a Federal Bureau of Investigation that won't allow bad election-changing facts to be presented to the public. Where Hunter Biden's laptop from hell was a Russian disinformation ploy when the FBI knew it wasn't, and a Department of Justice that refuses to investigate egregious acts of voting irregularities and fraud. And we have a president who is cognitively impaired, in no condition to lead our country, and is now casually talking about nuclear war with Russia, which would be World War III and far more devastating than any of the previous wars because of the weaponry that no one even wants to think about. We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is all you get. And they are the enemy of the people. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant and out of control like never before, and where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions of dollars it has taken from us to build a military to rival our own. And just two years ago, we had Iran 
China, Russia, and North Korea in check. They weren't going to do a thing against us, and everyone knows it. They respected the United States. And perhaps most importantly, we are a nation that is no longer respected or listened to anywhere around the world. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. We are a nation that is hostile to liberty, freedom, and faith. We are a nation whose economy is collapsing into a cesspool of ruin, whose supply chain is broken, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every single list. We are a nation where large packs of sadistic criminals and thieves are allowed to go into stores and openly rob them, beat up and kill their workers and customers, and leave with armloads of goods, but with no retribution, where the authority of our great police has been taken, where their families and pensions have been threatened, and their lives would be destroyed for the mere mention of the words law enforcement. We are a nation where fentanyl and all other forms of illegal drugs are easier to get than formula for our beautiful little babies. And where mothers and fathers are scared with Halloween that their children will be given deadly drugs like fentanyl by sick and demented people. A nation whose once revered airports are dirty, crowded mess. You sit and wait for hours and then are notified that the plane won't leave and they have no idea when they will. Where ticket prices have tripled, they don't have the pilots to fly the planes, they don't have qualified air traffic controllers and they just don't know what they're doing. We are a nation that has lost its confidence, willpower and strength. We are a nation that has lost its way. But we are not going to allow this horror to continue. Two years ago, we were a great nation, and we will soon be a great nation again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country. And it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. We will stand up to the radical left Democrats and the dangerous and unpatriotic rhinos. And we will fight for America like no one has ever fought before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down as long as we are confident, united, and loyal to the cause. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a chance. Because we are Americans and Americans kneel to God and to God alone. The silent majority is back and stronger than ever before. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun, and it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. 
So with the help of everyone here today and citizens all across our land, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Texas. Thank you very much. God bless you all. Thank you. Amen. God bless Donald Trump and God bless the United States of America and every single one of you beautiful patriots out there watching tonight. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Don't go anywhere because we have a part two to the program coming up in just a moment. We have the Google YouTube lawsuit censorship roundup that is going to involve a number of other plaintiffs from the case as well as hopefully our lead counsel on that case, Chris Armenta, to give us just a brief overview of where the lawsuit stands. I need to say thank you over on Rumble to Grafted in 17. Where we go one, we go all. Thank you, Zach and Lisa. And then also Butterfly63 says keep singing. Over there on the foxhole, Napkinator79, rallies with Red Pill are the best nights. Jay, thank you for that can. 123SKG as well. 17 Eric, 17. Appreciate the cookie. Emily UK, thank you for that cookie. Warrior Mima with an EMP. Thank you so much for the generous support. We're going to get through these disturbing times. I can't wait to hear the boss tonight. Thanks, Zach. I think that President Trump was on fire tonight. I think he did a great job. He is this close to announcing that he's going to be running again. Uh, B1 Car says, Zach, if we win big in November like we expect, we will have hell to pay till they're sworn in. Can they be sworn in early or prevented somehow from pushing hell on us till January? I worry about that time. Honestly, I'm not particularly worried about it because anything that is done to us between Election Day and uh, the uh, the swearing in in January, all of that can be undone. But personally, I think we're going to be fine, guys. Uh, thank you again, Warrior Mima. Persnick, thank you, says winning. Khaleesi 2020, Nutty Nancy equals Aunt Tifa. Emily in the UK, once more with a cookie. Starface15 says, thank you, Zach. Navy Vet says, sup, bro. Thank you for continued prayers and glad to be here. Texas bound next week. And Navy Vet, it's always good to see you in the chat, brother. I hope you're doing fine. Everybody keep your prayers going for him. Her snake, thank you for the can. Starface15, thank you, Zach. Once again, Seanjo, appreciate that cookie. Nikaz808 says, good stuff, working hard to get us the truth. I sent you another email and I replied. Aloha. P-Quest, thank you for the can. And Lori Liberty, thank you for the can as well. You guys, please don't go anywhere. We're going to go to our quick station identification, and I'm going to use the restroom, and then when I come back, we'll be back with our YouTube censorship lawsuit roundtable. See you in just a moment. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough 
through in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare flashlight. The Fighter Flare flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.